0: Bill Mosley and I listen to the skeleton crew. I like to keep my standards low. That way, I'm never disappointed. I have been violent, you buy venomous violent. little bitches, bane, bike it in, bin, bang, chainsaw, left his brains off, dangling from his neck while his head barely hangs on. Blood, guts, guns, cuts, knives, lies, wives, nuns, slut, bitch, I'ma kill you, you don't wanna fuck with me.
1: Friday night. I know nobody's listening because y'all are all zooming, but I got a shot of hot rock and roll for you anyway.
2: Alright guys, we are back. It's the Skeleton Crew, and this is the final installment of our Texas Chainsaw Massacre retrospective. This is Alex. I'm joined as always by Dan and Jamie. On this show, we will cover the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre prequel, the beginning, and Texas Chainsaw 3D 2013 just came out this weekend. Alright guys, this is going to be a long show. There's no time to waste, so... So let's just get right into it. And, uh... Get it going right off the bat.
3: Tell me how much you got. How much? Dumbage. much. Waiting much. Dumbage. Hey, are you okay? They're all dead. He's a bad man. I'm going to have to call the cops, I guess.
4: Excuse me!
0: What, was that? what? I just saw
1: something.
0: He's killing him. Who's
1: killing who? What's wrong with you people?
4: Oh my 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 my
3: my.
2: Okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake, 2003. Yes. Uh, Daniel Pearl, cinematographer <laughs> from the original Texas Chainsaw, reprised his position for this movie. Nice. Uh, the then-unknown John Larquette provided the narration in the original Texas Chainsaw in this, too, I guess, in the, yeah. the prologue.
4: Yeah. The film which you are about to see is an
0: account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths. It is all the more tragic in that they were young, but had they lived very, very long lives they could not have expected, nor would they have wished to see as much of the
2: mad and macabre as they were to see that day. For them, an idyllic
0: summer afternoon became a nightmare. For 30 years, the files collected dust in the Cole Cases Division of the Travis County Police Department. Over 1,300 pieces of evidence were collected from the crime scene at the Hewitt residence.
2: Despite becoming a distinguished actor in the years since, he happily agreed to reprise his role for the remake. Uh, Dolph Lundgren was actually considered to play Leatherface. Really? Really? But he turned them down, or they turned him down when he said, I must break you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's such a douche. <laughs> no, he actually turned them down because he wanted to spend more time with his family. Oh. <laughs> no, it was not that cute? He wants to walk around the house with his kids.
4: Oh, I thought that was just a joke. Wow. So they really did consider him? Wow. No shit.
2: Yeah, he wanted to hang out and watch TV with his family. <laughs> Uh, the famous Grandpa from the first four movies is not included here. <laughs> 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 and you know, I want to I want to take something back. Yeah. I was trolling around this uh this Facebook group. Um, I think it's called like Leatherface or Texas Chainsaw Fan something uh-huh. United.
3: <laughs> Just dropping
2: links to our retrospective on there. Yeah. See, I feel bad about the Grandpa rant now, because one of the guys there, he was posting pictures that he drew of Grandpa just, like, hanging out and chilling in all these weird situations. And I started to say to myself, you know, that's kind of cool, man. Like, yeah, let's just, like, Grandpa's like a fun character. Yeah, let's put him here. Let's have him with the Brady Bunch family. Let's have him with this family. Let's have him on a Marry with children. You know, like...
3: Yeah.
1: He's a gnome.
2: Yeah, you know that's a cool thing. Yeah, the cool grandpas and all the movies. Why were you so
1: put a Six Flags T shirt on him? Yeah,
2: <laughs> why was I so nutty about it? I guess what I was looking for in those first four movies was some kind of continuity, some kind of sense making. But like doesn't. Jamie, <laughs> what's that?
1: I said it doesn't. There is none.
2: Yeah, I just <laughs> like like Jamie said something that really struck me. That she said the you know she likes part three and. Um, it made no sense and she didn't care. And I'm that way too. I really don't care. But I felt that in doing a full in depth retrospective we really do have to point that out. That right. it just makes no sense. So while I, I sound crazy and neurotic and like I really give a damn, I really don't. And yeah. I really have nothing against grandpa. I think it's ridiculous yeah. by the by the third and fourth movie, but I really I don't care. He's cool.
4: Well, we were just trying to drive home just how fucked up it was, like you know the how the family you know goes through all that shit, and then you know they they obviously <laughs> have grandpa pick up a hammer and shit like that. Oh
2: uh, yeah, that I don't like. I don't like the fact that in part two they made him hit the girl with the hammer again. That's again. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Well, He just and, did that, dude.
4: But I think what you were trying to say is, what the fuck was his purpose? Why was he there at a hundred odd years old? Like you know, like like you said, it's we're not pissed, creepy but...
1: as fuck, and he was very. Successful. That's that's the only reason he was there was to make your skin crawl. Right.
2: Well, and I made one mistake. I said um, in part one he should have already been dead for some odd years. That's wrong. People do live to 108, but I was going by the math of part two with a 137 (laughs) minus 12. Either way, it's more realistic, and I wouldn't say that he should have been dead for 50 years by then either.
4: Yeah, but see, the lack of continuity from film to film... It, it like we said before it goes everywhere left right you know any way you could possibly go one doesn't make sense like like we said too they keep certain things and then disregard everything else so that's why i'm really excited about this one getting into this one because they kept a lot they kept a lot of the uh you know the the good i i feel like they kept all the good shit that they needed to make a good movie and then they dropped all the nonsense that that you know, Grandpa, and and you know, in my opinion, anyways. I, some people, you know, Jamie, I know you like Grandpa, but I felt like in the remake, <laughs> I I just felt like um. They well, I don't want to really...
1: like sit on his lap and wiggle or
4: anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's the an impression you gave me. But um, no, so <laughs> it's it's just one of those things where that's why um that's actually why I really like this uh this remake a lot because of what they disregarded.
2: Yeah, I I just I really do find it fascinating with the first three sequels chose to hold on to and what they chose to disregard. I, th- I think it's fascinating. It is. Yep. They they seem to really want to re- repeat the same things in every movie, but at the same time, they just do a lot that makes no sense. I, I, I was fascinated by it. Well, speaking of those old, old th- first uh, three, uh, in the third... Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out in 1990. uh, There was supposed to be a a scene where Leatherface takes off his mask, but to keep an R rating, they actually cut it out of the movie. So in this movie, that scene was, it's pretty, it's pretty much reshot. I think they redid it almost exactly the same way for this, this uh, remake. So anyway, uh, so who's the director of this movie?
4: Matt Wisell.
2: <laughs> no, not Matt Wazell.
4: It's Marcus Nispel.
2: Yeah, and he was the same guy who directed uh, Friday the 13th remake.
4: Oh, that's
2: yeah. right. So that's interesting, and that's not hard to uh, figure out if you really think a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> this movie, uh, uh, where do we start?
4: Well, we could go with cast first. Yeah, who's
2: in this movie? Let's get that out of
4: so we got Jessica Biel as Erin. We got uh, Jonathan Tucker as Morgan. I like that kid. He's a pretty good actor. Uh, we got Erica Learson. Learson, yes, as Pepper. She's the uh, hitchhiker chick. And uh, we got Mike Vogel as Andy. and the boyfriend? Uh, he is the blonde kid who hooks up with the... Uh, okay. Yeah. And then the boyfriend is played by Eric Balfour, Kemper.
2: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Kemper. I like Kemper.
4: And we got uh, Andrew Bernofsky as That's uh, Leatherface. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> no shit. What have we got here? A fucking comedian, private joker. I admire your honesty. Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck my sister. <laughs> <clears throat> what your excuse? Sir, excuse for what, sir? I'm asking the fucking questions here, Private. Do you understand? Sir, yes, sir. Well, thank you very much. Can I be in charge for a while? Sir, yes, sir. Are you shook up? Are you nervous? Sir, I am, sir. Do I make you nervous? Sir. Sir, what? Are you about to call me an asshole? Sir, no, sir. How tall are you, Private? Sir, five foot nine, sir. Five foot nine. I didn't know they stacked shit that high.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's his name. I- Arlie Ermy. Yep. <laughs> He's the guy from um, Full Metal Jacket. Yes. Uh, so everybody knows and loves him. Uh,
4: what did you guys think about uh, the beginning of the flick? See, I I thought that set the tone through, for the whole movie. Really, like right off the bat when they found the hitchhiker there. I mean, oh. right there. I, I see
1: when you said that headshot is beautiful. I do have to give him credit for that. Um.
4: Oh, the camera through the
1: head. Yes. I mean, that was really really nice and really effective. I do. I give him total for that yeah but but for the whole
4: tone though after that i think like it you know when when she shot herself in the head and and all that crazy shit happened well first of all i like the whole van thing you know they kept it in the van kind of like the first movie they didn't Mm -hmm. copy any scenes from it or whatever but they did stay in the van for a good amount of time which you know they did in the original so i like that kind of wink and uh but when when that shit happened to me that was fucked up and yeah you're right though that shot is it's something to be uh it's definitely something to remember. But, um, I just thought from there, it was almost like, Oh, fuck, all bets are off. And everything that happened after, it just seemed like, obviously, you could tell these kids were fucked after, after a while, after you realized everywhere you turn, you know, there's, there's these fucking hicks out to get them, basically. But I just thought ma, that.
1: Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> what do
4: they call her? The tea lady? Is that what they call her? Oh the, what the that fat bitch! Oh
2: my gosh, she's so she looked like fucking triplets sharing a head. How fat could she be?
1: She reminded me of the um the animatronic woman on the top of the funhouse in the funhouse. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's huge. What's in the tea there? Hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The young one always reminds me of Anne Hayes. Like I
4: was
2: it, gonna say
1: that. Yep.
4: I, I... <laughs> all the bootleg snacks, all the two thousand snacks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she is so fat. Oh my god. I think there's a lot of great scenes. I think there's a lot of great tension in this. Uh, just the little things, like when she, she found the engagement ring. I think that really fleshed out the character. It really brought you. To, uh-huh. Yeah. It brought you to a place like these are real people who have dreams and aspirations and that they thought futures and. This is, you know, this is, like, these people dying is really important. Like, it's not just a knock-off body count thing. Uh, You know, it really brings you there. Uh, Even, even like, like even things that put the movie in perspective, like, I forgot who they were running from, but Jessica Biel and the other chick are crazy. They're trying to get the car started. They're freaking out. All of a sudden, the sheriff shows up, and she's like, you gotta help us. Uh, I forgot what happened, but then he shines the flashlight, and he finds pot, Yeah, and it's like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, right. dude, there's major shit going on, and it, it really puts things in perspective, like, wow, all that shit in life is really meaningless. Like, you know, little things like that really mean nothing in this world, and it's all like, you know, and that that's really weird how they captured that kind of um, perspective and really brought you there. Uh, mm. the, the crazy scene when, um, when Morgan... Hat takes the gun from Hoyt and he puts it up to him and he goes, "Go ahead, you pussy, shoot me." Yeah, right. Would you have pulled that trigger if you were in his position? No,
4: fuck no, dude. I, I,
1: I, I see. Looking down, looking at the barrel of the gun, you could tell. I mean, if he knew anything, he would have just looked at it. It was a revolver.
4: Yeah, and you know what's really fucked up about that too, you guys? The, what really got me was, uh, it's a little scene where, uh, he grabs the gun from her and he, uh, he's like, oh, what, like this. And then he puts it fucking right in his thing. The holster? Yeah, he puts it. So obviously that's his gun right there. I would have fucking known and would have jetted. But yeah, man, that scene really got me. I was like, oh shit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like he do not you think he knows if his own gun is loaded? Clearly he doesn't want to die. Right. So he would if he's if it's really loaded, he ain't telling you to pull that trigger, dumbass. Yeah. You know, that guy really is stupid. But uh you know, one of the things I talked about was in part two. Yeah. That the remake borrowed was Wearing LG's face in front of LG, mm. they kind of put a spin on that, and they made Leatherface wear Je- Jessica Biel's fiance's face. So like, good! That was so eerie, and cre- the 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 lighting of the headlights of the car, and um, the way I think they put it in slow motion, and you could see his eyes. It looked, it just looked so. It was like the best possible shot you yep. could ever do. To really bring like what that is to to life, that was like insane.
4: It's almost like oh, pause, look it. Oh, fuck, it's his face, and you can tell it's his face too, man. And that's and I think that's the thing that really gets you. She fucking sees it. She's like, oh shit, that's my boyfriend, and she fucking just books it.
2: Like, can you imagine like, Jamie, you've had a boyfriend for a long time. Like, what would you think if like this was <laughs> happening and you looked in his face? Wouldn't you like? Would you even be able to function after that? Like that is crazy shit, dude.
1: Um, you know, I don't know if I'd recognize him. I haven't seen him in six months.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like,
1: "Hey, are you?" No, nah, I can't be him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, man. If I saw my girlfriend's face on some dude, I would, I, I would literally, like, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what I would do. But yeah. I definitely get a reaction out of me. Um, there are what the f moments. <laughs> mm. uh, the the first one that I think really is just stupid. Uh, the dude randomly reaches into a random abandoned car in the lot of 20 abandoned cars and just so happens to mm-hmm. pull a jar out with water in it, and a picture of the girl who they happen to pick up on the road and happens to blow her brains out in their car. Yeah, right. Wow, holy shit, dude. Play the lottery tomorrow. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's yeah, Lauren yeah. German, too. She's uh, she's the lead in uh, Hostel too. She's a beautiful actress, by the way. Just want to say that.
2: Yeah, right, yeah. I remember oh, hearing about that. That's amazing.
4: Those eyes, man, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, that is just stupid. Hey! Like the thing the thing's crazy about those chicks in the trailer. Where do you how do you find other people in the world to co-sign shit like that? Like how do you find everyone's okay with this whole thing? Like that's just hard for me to believe.
4: Yeah, they tried to explain it in the beginning where, you know, basically the whole town moved on and they wanted to stay and that's basically why they eat people. But um yeah, man, I I feel, it, wouldn't you get a clue though once you roll up on a trailer, once you hear the fucking chainsaw stop. Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't you realize that these people are in on it? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then she's like, we don't have a phone. And then the fucking phone rings, dude. I would have yeah. oh, oh, and another fucking thing. You guys, please tell me that you guys will fucking co-sign to this one too. One thing, a what the fuck moment or a, I don't know, a continent, whatever you want to call it. She's trying to feed her tea, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Now, she never fucking sips that goddamn tea and she still passes out. Like she drank something. She never sips it. why really? you have the tea? Yeah, they, oh, they're trying, they're trying to get her to. She never does. She was like, I don't want tea. I forget what her lines are exactly, but she was, she's basically like, Are you bitches crazy? Like, there's some guy out there with a fucking chainsaw. Like, I don't care about no goddamn tea, but they keep trying <laughs> to eat it to her, but she never takes it. And then she's I there
1: she sips Well, like one.
4: I could have sworn that she did. I one. got, you know what? Then, hey fucking it please prove me wrong because i i saw that even then
1: that shouldn't be enough though it shouldn't be enough right straight out
4: yeah i'll give dan this
2: i don't think she did till till the lady answered the phone and i think she put the cup up to her mouth but the thing is she got she got dizzy way too quick dude if Uh, listen if any drugs work that well give me some of what she's drinking (laughs) yeah right
1: and apparently (laughs) it has hamburgers in it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you couldn't tell by looking at her stomach though. I'll tell you that much <laughs>
4: oh,
2: Jessica Biel, so hot you know like I'm thinking like I, at the end we're gonna do who's the hottest chick but I'm gonna tell you man yeah. Jessica uh, uh, Biel has one of those rare qualities that she was able to distract me even during what should have been some of the most tense scenes like when she was in that meat locker walking around man that wow. stomach oh <laughs> shit
4: Good lord. The
2: stomach and the legs and ass. Oh dude. my God.
4: Alex, dude, I, I really am not a Jessica Beale fan. I, I, I don't want to say I hate her, but I just, everything she's in, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I know she's a pretty girl and all that stuff, but she's never like, oh wow, until I fucking saw this. Then I was like, are you kidding me? Are yep. you fucking kidding me? I, I can't, it, say, same, I think I said this before. I can't tell which is better, her fucking tits, ass, or her fucking stomach. I mean, uh, really, if your stomach is in contention with your titties and your ass, then you gotta go. On. <laughs>
2: yeah, that is crazy. But the one thing that the one thing disappointed me with, Je- with Jessica Beale, mm-hmm. when she was in the meat locker poking around and she was shivering, yep. how come her nipples weren't hard? <laughs> I know, right? She's shivering. I, my eyes are going there. <laughs> And uh, I I do recall, I took note in my mind that there are no nipples.
4: You know, Alex, I- I'm glad you said that about the meat walker. I wanted to ask you guys. Now, me personally, I thought the end with Leatherface chasing her around, I think it went on way too fucking long. I mean, really, I think there were three different places. I know it was like uh, you know, a part of the abandoned house or something. Well,
2: one of them was when, when Morgan got kill- killed, he hung him on a light or something. Yes. And... And what, Yeah, that was the first half, or first third of the thing, I guess. And what, what about that? They don't even show Morgan's death, dude? Now, Jamie will probably argue that it was better to not exactly know what he did to him, right, Jamie? <laughs> right, Jamie? No,
1: actually, no, I wanted to see that.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess, because that, that's what I was recalling. There, there was something, there was a yearning for his death.
1: Yeah, because he was a whiny little bitch.
2: Yeah, right, yeah, because he was, like, crying, yeah. Yeah, no, so he, he was. the
1: whole damn thing, he was a whiny little bitch. I wanted to just slap him the whole time.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, even when he was, like, when his bottom lip was quivering in yes, front of the- Yes,
1: Scott, every time he quivers that bottom lip, I want to kick him in it.
4: <laughs> 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 you little pussy ass bitch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think here's one part where they extended this chase scene with those two, and I hate this stuff. Now- if we're coming to the end there with that chasing because yeah there really mu- isn't much else unless we could do some comparisons as a, a little mini versus so dan what do you think of uh or jamie jessica Beals hiding in the locker mm. and she comes out and hacks this dude's arm off leatherface she cuts leatherface's arm off mm-hmm. you know what do you think was that's a pretty major scene.
4: It was. It, it definitely was, but I didn't feel like it was, like, triumphant enough. Like, um... And, and that's another thing about the ending of this movie. Like, you know, you would figure that would be a big moment, like a cheer moment or whatever, but at the same time, I think they went overboard with it. You know, she cuts off his arm. She fucking tricks the whole family, gets him out of that fucking, you know, that little place, gets the baby, and then, and then gets away with him. It just seemed like it was, um... You know, it all
2: worked out really well. for Yeah, her.
4: like Disney came in for a rewrite for the, <laughs> you know, like what the fuck, man. Like, well, you know, where's Mickey? Like, and and it was just one of those things where I didn't buy it. If if there wasn't a child involved and if she got away and you know cut off his arm and it, it all would have went, it, it all would have flowed nicely. But because she cut off his arm, fucking got away, tricked the whole family, fucking got the car started, or I forget what she did, and, and gets the baby and. Yeah, she actually
2: stole Hoyt's police car, yes. and everybody thought she was in the truck instead. So that was kind of a great twist, dude. I didn't see that coming, I'll tell you that.
1: Well, no, I mean, yeah, we as the audience uh, have no reason to believe she was anywhere else, you know, right. except right. in the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, it worked. worked. I think it was that was a successful... Yeah,
2: that succeeded. I agree with Dan, though. As As the people went outside, and you see the baby chair empty, and you see the... I don't know. Yeah, I think that's all I saw. And then they come in. It's like, what the hell, or whatever. Hmm. I I was also like, wow, that really. They she just kind of went in in that trailer and walked down. Nobody saw <laughs> her. Like, I really don't believe that happened.
4: And dude, what about after she runs him over? How about that part? Oh, she, was she? She's he's like alive, and then she
2: has to hit him again, right? She
4: she fucking backs over him, I think, too, a few times. Does she not, Jamie? Like, yeah, I, that was cool. It just no, it's cool, dude. Don't get me wrong. I love that shit. That's a fucking oh fuck yeah moment. But yeah. I I just feel like that combined with the arm chopping off, combined with the baby, but you know, and and then she got away too. It just feels like it was just way too. Oh, she made it. Like, if this is Texas Chainsaw Man, like that's why I I don't know. I know we're jumping ahead here, but. <laughs> They should have fucking ended in you know, more like the, uh, more like the beginning. dude.
2: Well, he, here's, here's one thing. I think that whole ending scene, I think it really is like peaks and valleys till the very end. Um, and one, I'm going to say on the way to a valley, man, like something, she's driving away, kind of think it's over. And all of a sudden there's one last jump scare. Now this is a great jump scare. Leatherface hits the car with the chainsaw with holding it with one arm. Which, how did he start the goddamn thing? I don't know. He <laughs> yeah. has one arm. Yeah, but, uh, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah right? No point, dude. Yeah, I think Stretch had a better chance of starting hers in part two, but...
4: Prime and pull. Prime and pull.
2: But, uh, here's what's wrong with that scene. The obvious. How in the fuck did Leatherface know that the cop wasn't in the car? Because she drove for a good little bit before she finally caught up to him and it was nighttime... He would have never really made a clear, like, take on what exactly happened that far down the road. Like, I remember she was driving for a good chunk before she actually hit him.
4: Dude, you are fucking 100. Dude, I never thought of that, man. You're right, dude. You're right. Yeah. How do you know? There wasn't. Yeah, like and like you said, too, it's fucking dark out, dude. Like, how? Yeah, dude, what the fuck? Maybe was she, I don't know, maybe she was driving a little too erratic. But even at that point, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, you're right.
2: <laughs> how would he know? that? That's just so too
4: weird. But it was still cool. No, I I do like the ending. And I want to make that clear. I do like the ending. Up until right before the ending, though, it just, it seemed like it dragged a little bit when he was chasing her around. Um, Another thing, too... With the, uh, with the cinematography in this, now, you've got to give it up for the wood scene. When they're traveling through the woods, I think it's from one house to, uh, what is it? Oh, God. No, it's from the old mill there to the house and how they keep going back and forth where mm-hmm. the, uh, with the light shining through those trees, man. Come on. That's some good shit, right? No,
1: that is really pretty. Okay. That, All right, that's good. really pretty. And <laughs> it's not these angles that, I mean, the, the cinematography here is still... I think really good. There are some yeah. really good shots here. This—I mean—he knows, yeah. knows what he's
2: doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. You just gotta like his style to like it. But so, uh, what I like about this movie right off the bat is like that vintage look that they give. Because you notice, like, all the movies in the uh like the horror movies in like the early two thousand era, two thousand to two thousand—I don't know, five or so. You ever notice that they all had like that greenish kind of tint to them? Yeah. I didn't like that, man. I felt like every time I was going to watch a new horror movie, I'd see that. And that got old really quick.
1: I don't like this either.
2: You don't like the like sepia tone type look?
1: Uh-uh. I don't like the look of this film, period. I really? Because really? I mean, you obviously both like this movie, and uh, I do not.
4: Really? Um, the yeah, look? Oh, really, Jamie? See, that I figured the look would be the first thing that, because especially since I, we talked yeah. about the first one,
1: I cannot stand him as a director period I don't like though I don't like pretty much anything he does I, I just oh. I it just I don't know it irritates me <laughs> but what I what I dislike now there are things I do like about it I've seen this movie a lot of times I own this movie yeah. you know sometimes I'm just in the like I'll follow devil's rejects with this movie simply because they play um Sweet Home Alabama in the very beginning. So mm. like after I get finished watching Devil's Rejects, you know, when you end, you end with Freebird, then I'm like, ooh, I want to pick it up with, yep. <laughs> with more Skinnard, So I'll watch this. I know that doesn't make any sense at all, but. That's just <laughs> no, like it does. No, I, I. But, um, and so there are things I do like about it. It's just that overall, I don't like, I don't like when you go down to the basement and everything is so drippy, and just everything is wet. There's like a, a foot of water. There's just <laughs> yeah. rusty crap and blood and nasty shit everywhere. And I'm like, it's way over the top. It is really way over the top.
2: Do you think it's, there's too much artistic, rustic, old looking stuff?
1: Um, no, I just think there's too much crap. Like, like it's like you know, like his teeth here and 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 ears there, and I mean we get it, guy. Right. You know we understand.
2: Yeah, but how do you? What's so different about that compared to when the girl went in the room and all that shit was in the room in part in the original?
1: Everything was dry. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. I just feel is is um like I don't know. I would believe that setting. You know Maybe they need a humidifier in there. This setting I don't believe. I also have a thing about too many mutants in one town, you know, like that really <laughs> bothers me are just too many freaks and this town, everybody's a freak. It's just like, Oh, stop it. You know, um, yeah. it's just, it gives it sort of a side showy.
4: That imp feel. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean.
1: Almost but, like,
4: uh, even though these guys, people are crazy, uh, you still can't win with everybody else too.
1: I do love Arlie Ermey in this movie. I mean, he, he ad-libbed a great chunk of his lines and it's awesome. Um, I love Eric Balfour in this. Jessica Biel is good in this and she looks really good in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's jeans. Um, uh, I gotta
2: start watching reruns of Seventh Heaven.
1: Seventh <laughs> Heaven. Your listeners are gonna think I'm a lesbian.
2: <laughs> That's fine.
1: They don't care. <laughs> um, but I just, uh, to me, it was just, it was, it was too much. And that's his style. I mean, he did the exact same thing with Friday the Thirteenth. I felt it was all style and no substance. Mm. And with this one, I don't. I really feel like he just grabbed a bunch of people, a bunch of freaky people, threw them together, and said, uh, you know, right, well, this stuff's been going on. I didn't really feel. I didn't really feel like the characters were grounded. I didn't feel like. I don't know. It's just I just don't connect with it as as well as I do with the others. And really Yeah, I don't yeah. No, I mean I like the scene where he chops off the leg as the guy's running through the laundry, you know. Um there are things here and there I like, but But wasn't
2: that from high tension or something? Didn't didn't they do that there?
4: I'm pretty sure, yes, I'm I'm almost positive, yes.
2: Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh all right, well uh, I guess we'll talk about the movie anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I just want to make it clear that it is. I don't dislike this film because it's a remake. I have no problems with remakes if I if they're good. Mm-hmm. I am not crazy about this. I'm like, okay. Here's another thing too. They give him a reason, like with the whole, you know, oh, I made fun of him when he was a kid, you know, and and you know, people like you, and and does anybody yeah. care about me, my boy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that you know I don't need a reason I don't need that kind of reason I don't want him to be you know that picked-on child that grew into that. and that's just I don't know that's not yeah. the, the leather face that I want
2: it also gives him a reason to wear
1: wear the faces well I think I like the fact that he wears them because he has this well, who knows you know I mean the original face you don't know why he wore those and um, I mean it was likely ju- it was because he was fucked up you know um, right. I, you know he has enough reason to be fucked up growing up in the family that he did um, right. this they give you the added reason which I don't really think is necessary and I think kind of think it takes away from some of the scary you know I really not. I like the mystery of it now look now you're all sad alright we'll talk about the good thing.
4: I just look at it like you know what they, they did their own thing so it stands on it's own enough and it's its own story, different family, different everything. I don't know. I just feel like this movie's fucking solid. But I, I look at Leatherfaces. He totally plays it different. What's his name? Andrew Barnosky or whatever. He's he doesn't play it like a uh, like a retard. He plays it like a silent. You know, yeah, maybe he's got some mental issues, but he's a silent killer. This, if if I recall, there's no squeals in this, right, guys? There's no eh, there's none of that, right? I mean, I, yeah. Yeah, so I think this is just a whole different tone. I mean, you know, what is it? Andrew Foreman and Brad Fuller, those two producers from Platinum Dunes. Now, I hate Platinum Dunes. I hate everything that they've done.
1: Platinum Dunces.
4: Yes, exactly, dude. <laughs> I, but see, that's why the, these two movies that they made, uh, the remake in the beginning, I really think it's their strongest work. It, it, if anything good came out of those two dudes fucking putting their putting their feet in the horror world, it's these two movies, I, I, you know, so yeah, so.
2: Well, just so you know, this is the most successful remake of of all.
1: <laughs> that doesn't make it good. No, no, I'm just like, like saying. I'm just saying. I don't like the art direction, and I don't like the look. You know, I just um.
2: Just mentioning facts. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying whether or not that has any bearing on the quality. Say what
1: you were going to say. What you're going to say about it.
2: No, just I was just saying, uh, just so you know, this is uh, one of the highest-grossing uh, remakes. It was actually the most successful, and it could be. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was the reason the trend really took off. It could have been. I don't really know. Uh, there were a few before that, like House on Haunted Hill. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it really uh, started
1: in the late '90s, I think. But yeah, this one it, was one of the obviously the big one.
2: I think this is the one that made it okay for all the other big horror franchises to go ahead with it. I mean, I I don't
4: know. No, no, you're right, Alex. But I think they might have tried with a couple other ones, but they just weren't successful. Now, you don't hate this movie by any means, right? I mean, No, I don't.
1: The issues that I have with it are purely aesthetic. Um, As far as the story goes, the story has never mattered. And as far, you know, in any of the other sequels, so why the hell would I care about it now? <laughs> yeah, you know, right. all I want to do is be entertained. Um, but to me, I prefer movies like this to be a little grittier. Okay. And I don't like the sepia tone. I really don't. I, I feel like it, I just get tired of looking at it, you know. Um, and, um, mm. well, like I said, the art direction, I think the art director just went, wait, like, or the, the uh, and the production designer just went, like, just, I don't know, nuts. Yeah. With this movie. And to me it's just there's so much that it takes away from the impact of the really nasty stuff that is down there. You know, I don't think you need to bombard me with nasty crap because then I don't know what to look at. You know, but give me you know, a handful of of or a couple dozen even of disturbing things and you've got my right. attention. See
2: that's know? weird because I think I think you're I think it's opposite really. Like, I feel like the only really nutty thing was the basement. Unless I'm forgetting, because the house looked pretty normal to me, like, all yeah, around. Yeah,
1: the house was okay. The house was okay. It's mainly and, in the basement. That, that
2: and lot. also, you like part two so much, and that was like a fun house of uh, freaky things all around. Skeletons and, and everything else, and I thought part one had yeah, a Yeah, but whole... it
1: wasn't, um, everything wasn't dripping with blood and, you know, <laughs> like I said, stagnant ma- water. It just doesn't make any sense, you I, know?
2: I, like, like I said, maybe, <clears> uh, maybe they didn't have a humidifier in the house. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Somebody needs to get down there and fix that hell of a leak they've got.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, but that, that, that was a basement, though. I mean, it, it's... I don't know. I think I, you're right, and I think it's... No pun intended. It's drenched with, with that whole, you know, let's put teeth here, and a jar with eyeballs here, and a nose here, and a face over here. Mm. You know, th- that's true. But I think you you come to expect that almost like you would expect the grandfather in all those movies you expect body parts run out through the house and i actually i expected a little bit more design with them and i think they brought it to be more realistic by just kind of have them lay around but i guess the dripping thing i don't know i guess it's atmosphere i never really thought about it as like a negative i really just don't understand what you like i don't get words like uh, not enjoyable i don't know but, <laughs> I kind of like... That's
1: it. fine, you know, and, and there are a lot of people out there who really enjoy this movie, and they're going to be ticked at me, but I don't care. I you know, just That's just the way I feel, you know.
2: No, that's cool, that's cool. You know, what I really wanted to point out was, like, there's an awesome perspective change. And to me, this even cried for a prequel. When Jessica Biel survived Leatherface, and she became the Hitchhiker... Much like the, uh, the chick who blew her head off in the beginning. Like, when Jessica Biel escapes and she's, like, kind of walking weird and she kind of, you know, that truck, the guy, the trucker picks her up. I mean, it, it really brings you back to the beginning of the movie. And it's like, like, you actually wonder to yourself, what exactly did that chick go through to get to the state of mind that she got to? You know, to the point where she'd, like, kill herself. Like, how bad was it for her? You know? And you know uh that would have been actually a great idea for a prequel to to see her journey
1: uh that's another thing i don't buy about this is that as mindless as jessica was as aaron sorry was when the guy first picked her up i mean yeah. she's just she's freaking out yeah right. and then like three minutes later she's concocting this wild yeah. plan to yeah. kidnap a child and, yeah. and hijack a car i right. don't buy it you know
4: Hey, have you guys ever been? I mean, and listen, we've never been chased by a guy with a chainsaw, but I cannot imagine I being that distraught. <laughs> being that distraught and that fucked up, and she just grabs the steering wheel. Like, I'm sorry, dude. If anybody grabs my fucking steering wheel, dude, you're getting at least a little shove. Like, get away from me, bitch. Like, are you, what are you, crazy? Like, you can't do shit like that. Which I thought that was a little far fetched. It was like, hey. I understand you're trying to convey craziness here, but you're not that crazy where you know, and she was talking, she was like no, no, and you know, it's like just tell the fucking guy, yo, there's people trying to fucking kill me up here, pull a Yui, that's all you're gonna say. With that or you just say, you say, look, these guys are
2: there, just go as fast as you can if anyone's on the road, don't stop, just keep going, do not stop, you know, like just something more realistic, but it it was interesting how they brought her exactly to the original Hitchhiker, because she was doing the same shit when they drove past the meat company. Right. She was like, yeah, no, you're that's... going the wrong way. So, yeah. it yeah. really was full circle, and it's like, wow, she is there where that girl was. So now we saw how you get to that point of your life. But I still don't think Jessica uh, Beale was suicidal, though. But right. And I think it's unfortunate, actually, the next movie we're going to talk about, that the prequel actually wasn't written around the original Hitchhiker. I thought that'd be interesting, to find out how she got there. That would be what makes sense. But I think the reason that you kind of, at this point, you have to make the next movie a prequel. It's because it's pretty impossible to make a semi-realistic sequel to a movie where the sheriff was hit, mauled by a car, Leatherface has one arm, you know, uh, all this shit went down. Like, where where do you really go from there? I think uh, the only thing you could do is make the sheriff alive again, give Leatherface his arm back. You ha- The only way to do that is to go back, because I think it's obvious because the sheriff, like Jamie said, I think he pretty much stole the show. You know, yep. that was actually the biggest. He was the biggest draw of the movie. He was the most interesting part, the most entertaining. Oh,
1: definitely, definitely.
2: If you make a, a sequel, you want him there, and it's just no freaking. Thank God they didn't, uh, you know, take a cue from the original ones and just put the people back in a movie, even if they're dead. Right. You know. So um, technically, I think they hit every point. Technically, it far exceeds the original, unless the unless you take that artistic. Uh, viewpoint mm-hmm. and say that that shit look and the documentary feel that, that I actually appreciate more than this um, is is better. But technically, it exceeded the original on a, uh, a realistic level.
3: Yeah,
1: I I disagree. That's well, yeah. I mean, not
2: so much. I don't know. I kind of think so. I I don't know. I I understand what you're saying,
4: but. Well, logistically speaking, dude, they had, they had better equipment. They had fucking better actors. I mean, but, but that's not taking away anything from the original. I think no. those certain things, um, actually help, you know, it, it, when you're trying to fucking, you know, get get a movie going for nearly no money involved, and you know, shoestring yeah, budget or whatever. It so I that think movie. that's what you're saying, Alex. Like, it's good on every every aspect as far as like like we like we just said financially speaking, it's a it's a better movie technically speaking. But the lighting you know, is better. Everything's better, really. But then again, it's 2003. You know,
1: everything is not better. <laughs> all right. Let me ask you this: at any point during yeah. the remake, at any point at all? Mm -hmm. were you scared fuck yeah
4: yeah when
1: when are you scared in this movie this movie is not scared. already we
2: talked about all those tension scenes
1: there's a difference between tension and actual fear and i'm talking about actual fear and i mean i don't even really feel there was there was a lot of tension here i mean it just it no jamie you're wrong there that's wrong I mean, it's fun to watch the blood fly all over on you know a little bit. I just didn't. There was no tension here. This is not a scary movie at all. The first one is a is a textbook right scary movie. You know. Yeah, but
2: Jamie Sheriff Hoyt was very intimidating. Those scenes with the the kid holding the gun, putting the gun in the kid's mouth. He didn't know what the fuck he was like. No, don't make me sit here. He's sitting there, put the gun in his own mouth. That whole thing. He holds the gun to the sheriff. That well, was see, tension. the difference
1: is though it it. You don't know where he's going to go with that. You're right. right. Yeah, it yeah. can go one way or the other, but I didn't care, so there was no tension. I don't. I didn't give a shit about that character. I've already said Morgan. He annoyed the shit out of me. I mean, I'm sitting there hoping he's going to get his face blown. No, off.
2: no, no. But he didn't annoy you at that point.
1: He annoyed me from the very beginning.
2: <laughs> Why?
1: Because he was a whiny bitch in the, in the throughout the entire thing. All he did was whine and complain.
2: Yeah, but you know what? And I also want to point out before we go ahead with this, I, I also found it interesting that there was no um, um, fat ass wipe character. What's his name? Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I don't even know his name. The guy in the wheelchair.
1: Franklin. I mean, Franklin. To me, yeah, Morgan was Franklin.
2: Yeah, he was without the wheelchair. I thought that was interesting, that they got rid of the wheelchair.
4: Well, one um, thing I liked about Morgan, too, man, they started off by making him the typical pothead character, like when she was like, yeah, I, th- I forget the hitchhiker said something, he's like, oh, my God, I'm so high right now. That, you know, to real potheads, that shit pisses us off, dude. I don't like stuff like that, you know? I just look at it like a cop-out. So that's one thing that, even though he was a little whiny bitch, I'm glad they didn't make him, you know, fucking whatever, Jay and Silent Bob type of shit, because I, I really can't stand that. You know, you would think maybe I, I, I'd have a different perspective towards it, because, you know, you, you know how much weed I smoke. But at the same time, it's almost like, come on, really? I would
1: have broken her fucking arm for throwing that joint out the window. Oh, boy. And how about when they leave you know, the fucking pin If you don't want to smoke it, don't smoke it, but don't fucking throw it out the window.
4: <laughs> oh, dude, that made me so mad, Jamie. I was like, you stupid fucking cunt.
2: It
1: is right up there with
2: alcohol abuse. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. Well, okay. Let's do a couple. Come. I, I just want to say, Jamie. Look, I'm not a moron or retarded. I understand that this is not, or you know, it's like you said. This is all opinion. I, I, I like the original more. I think it's better. But this, I think, is technically better in in certain ways. I think they. They this would not have nearly been as good without the template of the original. That is why this is good. I think they hit on every point and expanded on every point because they had thirty or forty years to do it. Or fifty, whatever (laughs) you know how long this was. But they, they had so many years. They really were able to develop this. I think they did an excellent job for what they were going for, what they had to do, and what they tried to do. Here's how I like to compare this movie to the original. It's like putting a, a new age bodybuilder up against Arnold Schwarzenegger from 1974. They're bigger. They're better proportioned. But you just can't beat the beauty or cultural significance of the original guy. Agreed. You can't top it. You can't top it. Yep. So so that that's the difference. Otherwise, technically possibly better i don't really know and it doesn't matter as long as you have fun with both that's really what's important um so uh if you want to do some comparisons uh the characters uh we'll do quick who won uh characters Hmm.
4: original or remake dan who's better uh oh that's tough man what i got i gotta say all right well you gotta kind of can you can you even put leatherface in there though like as a character Well,
2: well we can get to leatherface afterwards
4: You talk about the kids specifically? Yeah, kid. I liked uh, this group of kids better because I hate Franklin. I can't fucking stand him. Now, uh, I thought Jessica Biel was definitely. yeah, she was better to look at than, uh, than Marilyn Burns and, and then the other chick with the nice butt. Nothing taken away from those nice booties. Um, yeah, character-wise, I liked this group of kids. I really did. I liked uh, the boyfriend, Kemper. I thought yeah, he... I
2: liked him a lot.
4: Yeah, when they were talking about disposing of the body and, you know, he wanted to. And I think we should. And then his girlfriend gave him that fucking look, which every guy knows. And he's like, oh, all right, we're not getting rid of the body. Yet.
2: <laughs> it means you ain't getting another blowjob till Christmas if we dump this body here.
1: That pisses me off why what too much crazy shit has happened leave the fucking body and get the hell out of there i would too i would too you You know
2: yeah that's true
1: i mean i feel like they just right at that point it was like girls against guys you know and and i'm just like don't make us out to be so
2: yeah like you care that much like you're so sensitive about everything
1: i mean and i mean she's dead okay dead it doesn't matter Nothing really, I mean, and yeah, I understand, like, oh, you know, would you want somebody to throw you out like a piece of trash? Well, you know, she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> she's mm.
2: fucking But dead. O- honestly, Jamie, you called the sheriff, they're on their way, you told them to meet you at the old mill or whatever it's called, just leave the fucking body there and go. Yeah,
3: yeah. hell
2: yeah. He's good. gonna be there in a half hour, just fucking go. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're right. Uh, houses, this is an interesting one, the the new one looks like a- like, about the character. Well, you just kind of—I know what you're going to say, anyways. Who cares? So now, <laughs> so <laughs> you, you got the houses. One looks like a huge fortress of doom, which mm-hmm. is the new one, and the other one, honestly, it's not scary until you put it in that movie. <laughs> then that house becomes scary. Right. So that's interesting about that original house. Like, if you really, I would—I would live there. I, th- I think uh, a family would love to be in that house, but. Once you put it in this movie, it gives it another tone and it changes everything. Right. Um, so, what do you think of the houses? I'm I'm gonna go with the um, I'm gonna go with the remake. I think it's more iconic, iconic looking.
4: Uh, I like the I like the new one. Um, the way it was shot, but I gotta go with the original, man, because I, I look at it like uh because it looks nice and pristine, and because of all that fucked up shit that goes on, like it, in in reality. That's probably how it would be, man. It's like, you, yeah. It, yeah, you're a psychopath, but your house doesn't reflect. And if it did, then you'd probably call bullshit. If it looked like a haunted house, and you know the the uh the, the fucking the devil's rejects lived in there or something, you know, it it would it would almost be too on point. So it's almost like you know, um, you know, you think of fucking BTK or somebody, you know, all these psychopaths. It's like they just live in normal houses, man. You know, you can't tell that the psychopaths they didn't know. You know, going up to the house, knocking on their door, that they're fucking trying to eat them. So, yeah, I I I find that more scary. So I got to go with the original, Jamie.
1: Um, I go with the original as well, but I mean, I've already stated what I dislike about the the new place, and um, yeah,
2: that's why I don't want to ask you anything. (laughs) i'm just kidding wow
1: have you ever had a co-host quit after two episodes
4: (laughs) (laughs) hey
2: now you know why we keep looking for new
1: ones
4: (laughs) that's why we're not unchaining you jamie we told you you're stuck
1: with it i'm
4: impossible
1: that's okay (laughs) jamie knows i love the the fact that we don't agree i think that's fantastic you know i mean if if you always agree about everything then what's where's the fun in that you know yeah.
2: And in case anybody thinks I'm being mean or hostile to Jamie, it's a joke,
4: people. Shut this <gasps> <Such a> fucking <laughs> psycho fucker! Yeah, rub- biting bastard. Out Don't
2: that. you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is he such an asshole with her? It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Okay. Uh. Yeah. So we got houses. Uh. Kills is basically all I could think of, and then Leatherface. So kills. Mm? Uh, I, I love the effectiveness of the original ones. I feel like the helplessness of the chick in the short shorts was incredible. Just throwing her on the damn hook. Uh, the uh, the sawn up this guy's stomach, that's cool. I like bashing the guy in the head with a hammer. I think... And even even the other kill, the, the tall, goofy guy, when he just comes down on him with his oh. sledgehammer, dude, and he yep. just collapses right mm-hmm. to the ground. Like... <laughs> You know, I, whenever I walk around sometimes, like, this is just, this isn't for real, it's like a fantasy. Like, sometimes I'll walk around and I see people in front of me and, and they look like, you know, a bunch of rich yuppies and stuff. And sometimes I wonder, like, like if I had an axe with me and I just, like, buried it into the back of their neck. <laughs> you fucking sick fuck. How they would, like, go down <laughs> with the weight of the axe. Like, just, they would <laughs> just go straight down. Oh. The axe would probably get, you know, stuck lodged in the back of the neck. I'd have to step on their back and, like, pry it out.
1: Oh. I am so turned on right now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I kind of
2: feel like that kill really brought that to life. Like, I don't know if anybody knows, I, I hate dropping like that inside information, but you know, with these movies, it's it's pretty important. They're really, those things are good.
4: The real movies like this too, yeah. Yeah, they actually, when
2: they did that to that dude, they, there was a guy behind him that pulled him down by his belt. Mm. When leatherface hit him with that hammer and it, to to give it the effect I just talked about that I think of when I'm behind people, so yeah that that's cool. I think that all that was hundred percent these kills um not not too uh, memorable for me, um,
4: well, I think one though Alex, and now it wasn't a leatherface kill technically uh it was it was more of an emotional thing when she found uh blonde dude in there up on the hook, and he's uh, oh I yeah, you know, I more thought
1: ham fisted though with the with the Jesus Christ reference, I mean, come on, it's so it he's beating me over that with it,
2: yeah, well what do, what do you think of this though guys like why why isn't he dead just from that being on that hook like wouldn't that pierce your heart and lungs or something because I, I I know chest wounds aren't fatal <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, or, or so I've heard. But, yeah, that's what some people say.
2: But um, definitely like a big hook into the back of your ribs, I think would probably pierce my lung, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not really like an anatomy major.
4: I don't know how that would work, dude. Yeah, I, I would assume, though, if it didn't kill you, it would be fucking very painful and you'd probably want to die like that dude did. So, yeah, man, I don't know. Who who fucking knows? It, if it misses your lungs and obviously your heart and it doesn't fucking hit your spine, I would assume that you're you're good for maybe a little bit anyways. I would maybe, I don't know. Well, Jamie, if if you went in
2: the that watery drippy basement, the damn <laughs> basement and you found Dan on on a hook, mm-hmm. would you kill Dan for him?
1: Uh if he asked me to, sure.
4: Okay, now, next question. Would you blow me? Like a last <laughs> request, blow Are you kidding
1: me? You're in God. that, you are trapped <laughs> there. What else would I do? I'm exactly, gonna, right? I'm Thank
4: with. you, Jamie. See, I <laughs> knew he had you as a co host for something. See? Uh, I mean, you're going to die, right? You might as well Yeah,
2: fucking, You uh, may as well
1: get off one last time. Yeah. Just don't hit me in the eye.
2: Can you imagine this asshole? Like, he's like,
4: (sighs) she's like, oh my God. Dan, he's like, Jamie, can you
1: blow me real quick? (laughs) Jamie's like, what do you, what do you want me to do? Just blow me. Well, you know, if that's his dying wish, then who am I to deny it? (laughs)
2: He'd be up there.
1: Dan, you're dying.
2: Uh, I guess a blowjob's
0: out of the question.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, honey. How long would you say you have two minutes left? (laughs) I can, I can get you done in two minutes. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Concentrate. Who am I? Hugh Downs? Who's Hugh Downs? Never mind, just blow me. <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> Oh, that's from uh, isn't that from uh, Beer League? Beer League. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, let's wrap this up. I think I think we've talked as long as this movie is. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the last time we did that was our sleepaway camp retrospective. Check that out on the Scoutsing Harbit.com. Okay. And iTunes. Paraphilia.
4: Paraphilia. yes.
2: We're everywhere. And YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> yep. You know,
1: I have a boy camp retrospective, too.
2: Ooh. Yeah, Jamie has one.
1: <laughs> uh. Check out the power of the podcast, and Evil Episode. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. We're whoring
2: ourselves out today. <laughs> All right, let's just give our ratings. We got to get out of this movie. Like we got to get out of this. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> no, no. No, I'm sure people are like, "All right, all right, it wasn't that great. Let's get over it." No. Uh okay, ratings. Uh you guys go first. I want to steal your ideas cuz I'm not really sure. Go ahead. Uh no, Jamie,
4: I'd love to hear Jamie, this first. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs>
1: 5.
4: What? That's generous. Five. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm shocked. Okay. I'd say I'd give this an 8. Uh I really enjoy this movie. What? Yeah, you heard it here first, baby.
3: Ah,
1: oh.
4: I give this a 8.5.
2: <laughs> oh, Just for that,
1: son. you're not getting a blowjob. <laughs> oh, it's my dying wish, Jamie. It's tougher. I don't... Care.
4: The audience would hate you if you didn't let me fucking bust one out real quick. for the audience. Do it for the people, Jamie. If anybody, do it for the people. Oh, please. Like, they care if this asshole gets a blowjob. All right. <laughs> they should... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
3: that's good
2: the- <laughs> so that's our ratings that's our in-depth breakdown uh, yes <laughs> I'm sorry I'm, I'm I'm getting senile here okay we will be back with Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Wait, prequel did you,
1: did you rate it did I miss it
2: <laughs> no I did 8.5 Oh, 8.5 <laughs>
1: 121
4: gigawatts 121 gigawatts there's no way They're done I can't be done 220, <laughs>
1: 221 Whatever it takes
2: Yeah <laughs> A bolt of lightning
1: A bolt of lightning
2: Okay <laughs> Let's get out of here Alright we'll be back
3: Shh Don't
0: cry Don't cry What are you doing I never had me a little girl before <laughs> you did, boy. You started a whole whirlwind. As long as we stick together, ain't nothing that we can't handle. It's all about the family.
2: Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, 2006. Yes. This is a prequel to the remake. And like we said, there was no other way to go with this one. Um, now, uh, as far as, uh, can you give us some specs on this movie, uh, Jamie?
1: Okay. Well, uh, in the U.S., uh, this film opened uh, with 18508228 and ranked number two behind The Departed. Overall, oh. in the U.S., the film had a final grossing of close to $40 million. And as of two ni- 2009, it has a worldwide gross of almost $52 million in uh, U.S. dollars. However, it's, it has maintained a 12% rotten rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow. Really?
3: Oh, shit. And uh,
1: one of the, an example of what someone said about it was the beginning is full of blood and gore, but not enough scares or coherent story to make for a successful horror film.
2: Well, let's just make note real quick. The remake made 80 million. This made 40. So I just want to, so, uh, that just goes to show you that it doesn't matter how good a predecessor is, you know, I mean, normally you would think, well, hell, you know, just like anything, part one was great, so the next one's got to be, you know, it's got to be right up there. They're the same thing, but no, people don't line up in droves for that kind of factual, yeah, uh, thinking. So, right, I think most people, the general consensus is that is not as good as the uh, remake, uh, although they like it. Now, Dan, do you have uh, anybody, any cast for us here?
4: Yeah, man. Well, uh, first off, it was directed by Jonathan Liebsman. Uh, he's, uh, I think, he's an Australian guy. It's starring Jordana Brewster. Beautiful. Ooh. She plays Chrissy. Mwah. Taylor Hanley is Dean. Diora Bard is Bailey. Oh, my God. And that's that's going to be a little uh, topical point in a few minutes here. Uh-huh. And uh, Matt Bomer is Eric. And I believe, isn't that the dude that's on uh, that USA show? Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> And that was it, the most random that was so switch random. topic ever. I know, I was trying to, No, he's he's fucking on a big show, sorry. And uh <laughs> All right, all right, all right. And also <laughs> you bastard. Also starring Matt Bomer who plays Eric and we Turguson as Holden the uh Yeah, we Turguson something
2: Turgison probably.
4: Tur- Turgison, like like detergent. Uh <laughs> and he he plays Holden and uh that's the biker dude.
2: Who was that? Oh, right. Yeah. Who cares about him? What about? Just get to the, <laughs> get get to Hoyt. What's his name again? Oh, Arlie Ermy. Arlie Emmy. Ermy.
1: Ermy. Arlie. Arlie Ermy. The letter R. The letter R, The word Lee. And then Ermy. Jesus
2: Christ. <laughs> and I thought Hallie Barry was a weird name. So. This movie starts off with uh, the birth of Leatherface. Mm. It happens while a girl's working. She can't even get off for a bathroom break. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Leatherface was uh, dumped in a dumpster.
4: He's a prom night dumpster, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this bitch finds him. Yep. And uh, he's now like 30 in the next scene, I think. And he gets laid off from his job. <laughs> Leatherface gets laid off. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bring Your Leatherface to Work Day.
4: Yay! Bring your chainsaw. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know the whole the whole plot is that two brothers uh, are going to Vietnam. One's been there before, and uh, one doesn't want to go. And they both happen to be banging perfect ten oh. models. Uh, so, right there, the story is flawed because you don't leave pieces of ass like that alone when they're willing to accept your penis on a weekly or nightly basis. <laughs> That's why the one kid doesn't want to leave. Yeah, I mean, did you, if you had a piece of ass like that, would you be running around shooting people? Dude, I'd be at home. Nope. Yep. Every night. Yep. I'm Hitting sorry. It. Yep. I would, I would, uh, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> so, anyway, we start off with Leatherface's, I guess, first kill ever. Oddly, see, here, here's the thing that was interesting about the first kill. Did this catch you guys by surprise because when he first gets laid off and the guy has to go tell him even though he was supposedly already told yeah. he says dude you know get lost man we're closing up we don't need you here no more come on get out of here he walks up to the guy with like a, a weapon of some kind yeah. and he, he he it's so intimidating and you're like oh shit it's exactly what the, the the audience is probably doing exactly what the director wanted us to do and then he just drops the weapon on the floor and it's like wow that was i didn't expect that okay yeah so then that's why i really didn't expect him to kill his boss because if he didn't kill that guy right why'd he kill his why would he kill the boss i don't know
4: and that was the only real like passion kill from weatherface was killing his boss there everything after was preempted by hoyt preempted by something you know what i mean like it was almost like uh like uh, like uh leatherface just happened to be there he was almost a victim of of circumstance. And that's what I meant by, you know, I wasn't trying to be degrading last time when I said, you know, he's, he's got no chance. He's a retard. What I mean is he really doesn't have a chance starting off because he's mentally retarded. And then he's got this fucked up family, you know, basically making him kill. I mean, you know, I don't want to fast forward too much, but literally they're, they're telling him to kill. They're telling him what to do. Retard. You have no choice. <laughs> you ain't got no choice, you fucking retard. But uh yeah, so <laughs> I just look at it like, yeah, that first kill was pretty much the only uh passion kill from leatherface everything else was just uh coincidental well
2: i'll make this note jamie found it very touching or something that um leatherface kept pressing typing in food when he saw the clown and what she got out of that which i think is what we're all supposed to get it was it was accurate that he does not know he has no clue Mm. that what he's doing is not normal right now so you you completely changed his character. Even though that's the third movie, it's arguable if if that's really, you know, what's going on here. But, it, you know, it was one of the movies. Uh, so for this movie, he was not, like, hungry or something. He killed that guy because he was mad and because he was fired and, and all that type of stuff. I don't think... I don't think that kill had anything to do with uh thinking that that's what you should do because that's what you get how you get food
4: no and see but that's the whole plot line to that movie dude see that's why because it wasn't just him getting fired the whole plant was shutting down. There was no work. Everybody in that town has moved on. There's basically nothing there for anybody. And that's basically the whole point of, of, of why they stayed. You know, he says, we're not going anywhere. We're staying right here. And then that's when he started eating people. It's almost like, all right, you know, basically talking to the outside world. You want to fuck us over like this? All right, well, then we're going to fucking eat anybody that comes around here. Well, you, you know? know what?
2: Here's what I'm, I'm going to get at. Um, I think that's what the F moment. The reason? Yeah. The reason. Oh, come on. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so no. without fast-forwarding, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on everything, but just real quick. You know, okay, Holt, Holt, Holt. Hoyt. Hoyt comes home. He's now, he's, he explained he's the new law in town. So there's no inkling of, of anything about this cannibalism going on. He says... Were the... You know, he starts giving this speech like he's freaking... And that's one funny thing. He's at the dinner table. He's having this big speech like uh, about being in power and how they're going to run shit. he's It's presented and filmed and he's doing it as if it's like Hitler talking to thousands of Nazis. He's <laughs> yeah. like one guy, <laughs> one asshole who... Would look like a gas station attendant talking to some lazy bitch, waste of life, and some depressed ass hair who's about to get his legs cut off. Like, it was a little melodramatic, like how they had him giving the whole speech to two losers at a dinner table. I'm sorry. That was just weird. That's one what the F moment to me. Here's the other one what we're talking about, cannibalism. So, as he's doing that, he uh, goes, just like our buddy Sheriff Hoyt here, and he pulls up a, a like stew yeah, we'll of never the guy.
4: so hungry again.
2: Yeah. Now, I'm sorry. They co-sign this a little too easily, and <laughs> yeah. they're just on board. Really? Like, there's nothing... Like, she didn't go, what the fuck? Instead, she like, looked at him weird, but then she implies afterwards that she did that because aren't you gonna say grace before we <laughs> eat? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, come on. That's your... and. The, but here, I know what you're gonna say. that That was their way to start eating people, but then they try to, like compensate by saying you know he used to eat people when he was a nom. you know they're they're, they're gonna try to like uh cover for the lack of creativeness by saying well he did it back then so it's it's kind of normal that this is why we're doing it now
4: right yeah i think it kind of tried to i don't know in my opinion tried to show but see this is what i don't get i I know they were trying to get to this but i didn't buy it basically what they were psychos their whole life and they were uh, you know Push psychos far enough and, you know, take away all their amenities, food, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, you push them to a certain place and that's where they go. They fucking eat you. And not only, like you just said, they, it, a lot of them aren't even killers. They're just co-signers. So yeah. co-signers almost worse because you're just sitting back. So that's almost to imply that what? These people are fucking psychos their whole life and then you know, all of a sudden, oh, they're just gonna go with the flow? I don't buy that for a second. I, if they were psychos before, and they were doing sketchy shit before, and it, it maybe not, you know, exactly eating people, but, you know, doing some fucked up shit, then it would make it more, you know, easy to believe. But I, I just feel like, like you just said, yeah, he's like, thanks to the sheriff here, and like, you know, they yeah. it, it sounded it looked like they gave it a, a a thought for like a split second. They were like, All right, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me let me get the right arm. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Do you have a thigh here? <laughs> no, like the thing that, that bugs me about
2: it is that they really established the fact that there was nothing that crazy going on here. Right. Even to the point where Leatherface was not threatening, he didn't do anything wrong until he killed his boss so much to the point where there was still law in town and when he finally did kill his boss right away he was on that like stink on shit, he had a you know okay, this happened, we're not we can't let this slide, he has to go to jail we gotta lock him up and right away Hoyt kills him so, like right away it's established that this is all just starting so there's no indication that they're anything but a bunch of dirtbags. Now, how you make the leap to cannibals because you shot a sheriff is beyond me. I think it's retarded. You could say whatever you want about Vietnam. I And the fact that the whole family is suddenly okay with eating people just because you ate people in Nam anyway still makes no sense.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it really doesn't, dude.
2: I mean, they didn't, they didn't even tenderize that bitch, dude. <laughs> in
1: the original... And in all the the ones after that, it this is a lifestyle. This is something that has been in right. place for ages. Yes, and I just don't buy the just picking it up all of a sudden, you know. And everybody all at once, you know, you know that it it doesn't make any sense. It's not, you know, I don't. It just doesn't gel.
4: Do you guys even give them credit for even trying to explain something like that? Now, no, no, I agree with you guys, but. You know, we talk about the continuity or the lack thereof or, uh, you know, the dismissal of it. At least these fucking people went in trying. And and another thing, you know how uh, we said, yeah, they found Leatherface and, you know, he was a prom night dumpster baby and all that. But I did like how that was a very small part of the movie, just how she found him. And then it flashed forward literally to the first time shit really went down as opposed to, you know, a Michael Myers sitting in a room for oh, fucking... God. You do, but do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if anything, give them points for fucking trying on this. Give them, give them a little something. Give them... A boo.
1: I'll okay. give them that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I'd rather have something like this than uh, than, you know, just a fucking, oh, we're gonna switch up the story just because we want to. At least they tried to explain why they're cannibals. Now, I find it more effective if, you know... The craziest not call people. that
1: trying.
2: <laughs> yeah, Dan. They just did it. I didn't think they tried
4: very well. Very. They paid. They paid attention to to the other ones at least enough to address it, though, right? I mean, as opposed to fucking the other ones, like it, like we said before, where the fourth one, even look at that. It's like they didn't even try with that one. This is what I'm saying. I'm well, never
2: eating pizza. Right. I know. I'm just saying, but
4: <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. At least they're trying to fucking at least make up a story now. Do I think it's right? No, I don't. Let you guys to think that I'm fucking trying to battle you. I think psychos fucking should, you know, just be psychos. Like, don't give them a fucking reason. I give them credit for trying without going too deep into it. I agree with that. That's part. it. That's yeah. all. That's all I was giving them. That's
2: it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I agree with that. That's fine. But as I think we're all calling bullshit. I think we're all calling what the <laughs> f. Yeah. We're all calling what the f on that.
4: Big time, dude. Big time.
2: Here, here's one thing I thought was uh, interesting. You know, a, as we talked about. Uh, Sheriff Hoyt becoming Hoyt. They showed how that happened. And uh, I, a, a, am I am I wrong or right before he killed that guy, the sheriff?
4: That's the guy from, that's the pussy guy from Devil's Rejects.
2: Right, yeah. Yeah, right. Did he not touch on that he, he would be okay with uh, fucking a horse right before he died? <laughs> Didn't he say something like, they screw the horses. Not that
4: I'm opposed to
2: that. Martin. Yeah,
4: yeah, it was something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, yeah that, that's uh, that's great. That that's like a cool little nonchalant conversation.
4: Uh, it's almost like something out of a Rob Zombie flick. That that sounds like a Halloween two conversation. It right
2: really there. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the two guys, the paramedics driving, and they they talking about banging dead people. Oh
4: god. Yeah, yeah,
2: dead dead girls. Yeah,
4: that's a what the fuck moment. I think uh, you know. Well, that uh, there's a couple of those in this movie, but yeah, we'll we'll get.
2: Yeah, to. well, that's like more like the fuck. Yeah. In <laughs> fact. <laughs> uh, exactly. I thought this was so, you know, we talked about tense moments. Mm. And I want to hear Jamie's thoughts on this one because I, I, I'm very curious. Jamie, you're driving a Jeep. Mm-hmm. You got your friends in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: A biker gang rolls up on you and they start <laughs> smashing your car with chains and pipes or whatever. What do you do? Do you just keep driving and say, hey, stop, stop. Hey, stop it. Would <laughs> you-
4: <laughs> Would you please, guys, please. Well, well, yeah. Um,
2: I just painted that.
1: <laughs> you know, um,
2: I, I can honestly say I would kill them. I would probably swerve my car and hit their bikes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would definitely try to do that just to get them off me. You know, um, I would definitely love to do something nasty to them like it.
4: For me, guys, um, didn't the biker thing just kind of, um, it just, for me, it took away the whole aspect of the, the desolate, texas thing because i mean in the first one too texas was almost the fucking character too it was like you know like jamie said in in the first one there that first shot of the sun and they really try and put forth you know you're in the middle of nowhere in texas and you run into these hicks and just with the whole biker gang maybe if it was like five or six but there were like 20 of those motherfuckers (laughs) and they rolled up like a gang you're trying to tell me that you know like a, a, a 20 person fucking gang who robs people and shit like that doesn't realize that this shit's going down right, right down the street or whatever. And, and they're not going to, well, I guess at that point it, it hadn't really gone on yet, but you know, you, it just takes me out of the whole fucking, Hey, you're stuck in the middle of nowhere with these yeah. psychopaths. Oh yeah. By the way, there's a fucking biker gang and the fucking dude from Oz.
2: The fact that these bikers were in something that's like, there's nothing who you're going to rob like there's nothing going on and that's your only means of survival you, it doesn't even make sense uh, well, well actually the biker chick tried to rob him remember and that's yep. how they they, they pop the cow wide open flipped the jeep and then the sheriff came dude when hoyt shot this bitch and she went flying back into the jeep oh, that was the
4: best badass dude love that scene loved it yep that that whole scene after too, I, I I liked how the whole the whole scene how it um how it ended up Jordana Brewster kind of on the side and guys telling her yeah. no don't come out. I mean, you know, stuff like that, it, it's little stuff like that that kind of gets lost in the mix with these kind of movies, but you, to me, that's good direction, that's that's good plot. I, I really cared about these kids. That's another thing. You know, you talk about these characters, these two brothers totally bought these guys as brothers, and you could tell there was a cohesiveness to it, and it, it was just, um, you could really feel for them. The girls, Georgiana uh, Brewster, and then that, that guy, uh, Eric there, that them as a couple I thought they were one of the best couples you know and they were just you could really feel it the other two they, they were just kind of you know like uh, they were boyfriend and girlfriend but you could tell them
2: he had too much on his mind to really even find a really thing but yep. but Jamie you know he just talked about the directing and all that stuff. what do you what do you think of this compared to the remake you know the do you think it's do you think it's too polished do you think the directing sucks again like what do you think about this one
1: <laughs> I don't like it
2: <laughs> you don't like this either no, you think it's a step up from the art?
1: I mean? No, no, not at all. Okay. There are things I do like. I, I like finding out how Uncle Monty lost his legs, you know. Um, I think Which that, is a
4: what the fuck moment, but we'll get yeah, to Yeah, oh, it
1: totally is, but I think oh, it, it, God. You know, it's interesting. Um, I like finding out how he became sheriff because I really have a hard time buying that anyone would vote him in. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, there are things like that that, you know, are kind of cool, but for the most part, you know, I don't know. It's a little bit too convenient, you know, for me that he was born in the slaughterhouse that then later changed his life and, you know, just waiting this, like, to get started thing. And I just, I don't buy it. I mean, this shit is, um... And uh, timeline-wise, this was, what, four, this four years ahead of the remake? And uh, what? I mean, go down into that basement. He didn't take... It, it takes longer than four years to, <laughs> yeah, to fill up. It takes longer than four years to have all those cars. I mean, I don't know. It just yeah. is so, it's so ridiculous to me. I yeah,
2: I never thought of that. Good point. Yeah, you really looked into a lot of things I never thought about.
4: I didn't think of that at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, because, I mean, four years, you're right, though. That was a lot of fucking cars. And, yeah, it, you know, it doesn't, yeah, it, it doesn't make sense.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I guess not. You know, even what I taught the "what the f" moment from part one. You know, th- if you think about that, when the guy pulls that jar of water out and the girl's pitchers in it, isn't that like? Doesn't that just kind of se- seem kind of like time stamped like it happened so long ago? Like, would that girl still be running around the road trying to get away and just escape these guys? Like, w- doesn't that look like that would have been there for like five years or seven years or something? Like, why? Something like that. Like, what kind of girl travels around in a car with a jar of water with her picture in it? Like, I don't even understand. Like, I don't get any of that. Like, mm. some some of the time stamping here just makes no sense, I guess. That's that's true. Yeah. And, you know, and one other lack of continuity I found really strange was <clears throat> the girl in this one makes a comment about, like we just said, that, that biker chick who got shot by Hoyt. Um, and she said, uh, you know is it, is it normal protocol to have a dead biker chick riding shotgun? And, and Hoyt says, if it was your mom, would you want to stick her in the trunk? Yeah. And yet in part one, they go to put the dead hitchhiker in the back seat and he goes, stick that disgusting piece of shit in the trunk, asshole. (laughs) So, So like he, first he's saying you wouldn't put her in the trunk. And in part one, he's saying, put her in the trunk. I don't want her in my car. So no. it's like the weirdest, why would you make a scene like that when he establishes that he quite clearly does not want this dead piece of shit in his truck, in the back right. of his seat? I
1: not lost uh, as much humanity at that point. Like, maybe that's what they're trying to say. I don't know. Don't no. buy it, but I'm just saying that. Yeah,
2: I was thinking that, too, actually, as I, as I was saying it. I was thinking the same thing. Like, maybe it's us. Maybe it's character development. Like, he, <laughs> the first time, yeah, right? the 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 first time he kills someone, he still has something, and then by, by the fourth year, that's out the
4: window. Uh,
2: you know, but you know, this movie, unfortunately, we're back into the never ending uh, vortex of Texas Chainsaw Massacre approaches and formats. <sighs> Again, we have Leatherface wearing the chick's boyfriend's face. Like, I'm sorry. It just loses its punch after they already did that in the remake. Like, come on, guys. Stop borrowing ideas. From That's his pa- bit,
1: I guess. That's his thing.
2: Oh, come <laughs> on. Stop borrowing from past movies. Let's let's progress. Let's see some writer development here. Uh, another dinner table scene. Another jump through window. Come on. Like, I'm sorry. I, I feel like, you know... Although, you know, when you watch them individually, listen, it doesn't, it's not as monotonous as I make it sound when we're blasting through these reviews. It ain't like it just keeps happening, you know, it doesn't happen as I'm saying it. Like, you don't feel that way as you're watching it. But looking back on them all and doing a retrospective of all of them, come on. How many times?
4: Yeah, and then behind the scenes, Alex, uh, that's what the guys said. They were like, you know, we heard a lot of backlash about people saying there was no dinner scene in the original, so we had to put one in here. I, I feel like it's it's a bunch of different ideas people have and, and a lot want to make it like the original and stuff like that. But I agree, man. You just can't fucking do it, especially because they've done it. Twenty times over, or four times over, or whatever you know. So it's like enough is enough. It's like, but you can see where what they were going for. that, You know, oh, try and give what the fans want. But at that point, it, fuck the fans, man. Write write what you want because if you listen to every little fucking thing the fans say, it's gonna all join together as one big convoluted fucking mess. And I, and I think that's what a lot of this movie was. Now I I do enjoy this movie on a lot of different levels, but yeah, man, I, I realize all this shit. It's just
2: As you were saying that, another scene just went through my head. Okay.
4: Oh, God. (laughs) What's that?
2: They've copied the same damn thing from the first, from the remake. Um, Jessica Biel tries to lift a guy off the hook and he falls back on it. And in this one, the guy's on the hook and he tries to pull himself off and falls back on it. Yeah. How many times, guys? Come on, what the fuck is it with you people? Mm-hmm. Can you write a new movie? <laughs> I, 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 Listen, I'm sorry. I don't think that just because you have to make a movie about a guy who kills people with chainsaws that it means it has to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I could – you could give me a, a million dollars so I don't have to work and give me time to write. I could write you four movies right now about a guy killing people with a chainsaw and I, I promise you – that you will not see the same movie four times and Grandpa? the same. I'll put them in one of them. <laughs> you okay. will not see the same damn borrowed ideas every right. time I write a movie. That is ridiculous. Yep. And I feel bad about saying that because I really like these two, the new ones. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But but if I just feel I have a nervous break. I I, 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 <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> no but uh am do you guys agree I mean am I nuts like what is it with this every movie is the same
4: yeah yeah it, it it gets to a certain point where it's like don't even call it the Texas chainsaw massacre you know
2: well dude I dude I'm okay I like them both I just I the only problem I've ever expressed through this most of the retrospective except for like the part two stuff the only problem I have with three four uh and the, uh, the this one is that it's just rehash shit from the same exact franchise and i think that's ridiculous even if you stole if you stole from the the major guys even if you went obscure and stole from prowler and you stole from this or you stole from freaking mm-hmm. psycho here once in a while or wh- whatever the case that's fine but I just think that you could dig a little deeper than your own movie sources. I just think that's ridiculous. I, I agree. Uh, other than that, I think this is this movie's just fine. I think there's nothing wrong with it. It's a very fun thing to watch. I think it's awesome when uh, the dude shoots the uh, old guy's leg. So they decide oh, whether God. Do, do we go to the hospital or bandage it up or decide, or do we just cut it off? That's more logical because I don't know. To me. I think uh, cutting it off is worse than having a bullet in it, and I think you have a, a far less chance of healing that way than you
4: would if you just wrapped up the bullet, but okay. Well, and, the, and what's even more logical than that, though? What's uh, Cut off the other one? Hey, go, even him out? Yeah, that, <laughs> that is makes insane. no sense, dude. Come on. That is the, one of the biggest what-the-fuck moments of the whole series, dude. I'm sorry, man. That's, like, what the
2: fuck? I think that's just to say this guy is totally off his rocker.
4: Yeah, but still, like, what the flying I car? know. Like, that's crazy, dude. Like, that, I mean, I'm sorry, man. That would, that's just nuts to me.
2: But when I when I saw that theater, dude, I was like,
3: what?
4: <laughs> right. I thought
2: that was insane. But anyway, so it it ends off. We find out why he has no teeth. Uh, this Someone bashes Hoyt's face into the floor a hundred times. I mean, I'm sorry. He They just started killing people. I think if somebody did that to me, I was his age, in my 60s, and... I, I think that would probably deter me from uh, continuing with that kind of lifestyle. I, I'd, I'd probably say, you know what? I'm too old for this shit. I, I can't hang with the, uh, mm-hmm. with the. I think the victims will eventually get to me, and I'll. Yeah. And I, don't think, I don't think I should continue on with this. But. Mhm. So anyway, so as the movie wraps up, you got a couple of kills. The this chick's the blonde, the hot blonde's driving away. Leatherface pulls her out of the car with a hook. That was awesome. I thought that nobody expected that, even though the door kept swinging open. I just didn't, I don't think anybody thought anybody was that good of a shot with the hook.
4: Dude, but yo, they they didn't plan on uh the door swinging open like that, you know. That was just kind of a mistake when they filmed that, you know. It just happened that uh it just happened to swing open right then, and that's when he got her. Dude, I love that kill. That's one of my favorite ones. And honestly, dude, that's why guys I really love this fucking movie. It's got two of my favorite kills of all time. And uh well, I'm sorry. You know, one of yeah, two of my favorite kills of all time. This third one definitely being a notable addition, because of the surprise. It's just like, oh, shit, he actually got her. Like, I thought she was fucking gone. I thought she really did get away, and and she was close, and then boom, you're done, you know?
2: Yeah. Is there anything you liked about the movie, Jamie?
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I said, you know, I thought it was kind of fun to, to learn how Hoyt became sheriff and all that. And then I, I think the... Uncle Monty leg scene was just so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, You know, it was it was funny because it was ridiculous. Um.
4: What about what about the end there with with uh when he fucking puts the chainsaw through Dean and then fucking lifts him up? That's one of the best kills ever.
2: Yeah, that was good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I the the kills themselves are not bad. Like I like the I I like the the hook scene. Yep. There definitely was not a lack of of gore or carnage. I mm-hmm. guess. Um, so that part, that was kind of fun. It's just I didn't really feel like there was anything else to it. Like I didn't have anything invested in these characters. Like I know you said you really cared about the kids. I didn't yeah. have anything invested in them. And I don't know. The thing about these movies and the, the tone of these films and the way they look, I guess what bothers me about it is that I really don't feel like there's anything remarkable about them. I mean, they just kind of like you see it. Because I saw this when it came out, and then it just sort of faded into memory. Like, I just didn't care. Hmm. But... I mean, who's gonna forget Nomland, You know, I mean, <laughs> Noland. You you know you don't, and uh, I guess that's the maybe that's why it bothers me so much. I just feel like they sort of fell flat and mm. know, just not move. They just don't move me. I kind of what can I say? No, yeah. yeah.
2: well, uh, the final kill. It's the classic. Uh, it's, not, it's not. It's a very rare formula. It's it's been going on more often in the new age horror, I would say in the two thousands. Well, I guess now the uh, 2000s are like uh, another decade ago. Now we're in the 2010 era, I guess.
4: Lock world. old,
2: uh, but uh, 2000s started up pretty much where there were no survivors, and this is one of them. I mean, it's it's kind of uh, it was kind of foreshadowed by the dude with no legs who's saying, "Get her! She's gonna tell everybody what we've been doing." Or or, or the or the mom, the wife said that, and then uh, so you knew that nobody was getting away because otherwise everybody would have known what's going on and. We know that they don't
4: well so. i'm calling bullshit in that scene though when that when that last kill happens though alex i mean how do you get back there right eh? well well first of all how did he know what car to go in first of all a and then b i think <laughs> wouldn't you see a fucking big hunky fucking leather face in the back seat i mean i i know shit's crazy you're jumping into the car or whatever but dude you would notice that big fucking bastard in the back seat crouching or not
2: yeah that was you know i think that was just for movie effect
4: yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just, yeah, I just call him bullshit there. No, I, I, I absolutely agree. I just thought, uh, and it, it, and it played out that it was fucking badass. Like, I, I love that kill at the end and, uh, the way shit. I didn't think that was going to happen though, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I, I had a feeling that she would die, but I did not know that they were going to fucking put a chainsaw right through the back of the fucking seat and just grind the shit out of her. And you yeah. know what? That to me was very fucking shocking. And you know what? There were shocking moments in the original. Nothing really shocking throughout the whole series, dude. And I must admit, nothing really shocked me up until that last kill. I thought that was fucking shocking. To kill off Jordana Brewster, who's your main lead actress, especially, especially, guys, after the way the... uh the remake ended with Jessica Biel getting away with the baby and, like I said, almost fucking, you know, too good. And then for this just to take the total opposite route and just say, fuck you, and then and then ram right into the cop, too. And it was just such a fucking awesome ending. And that, to me, was just like I, – I walked out of the theater like, yes! Like, uh, I was fucking sold. And listen, I'm not saying these are the greatest movies ever, no. But if we're looking at the Texas Chainsaw series overall, these are definitely, in my opinion – two of two of the bigger highlights in the whole series.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, how do you rate this? Jamie, are you going to give it a more than a five?
1: <laughs> um, no, no, no no more than a five. It gets a four, and that's being generous, because I originally was going to give it a three. But then I was like, well, okay. Um, most of that's for Arlie or me, though. As cool as the idea was, like the last kill, and I really do like the fact that she got killed, because... um. I really enjoy downer endings, you know, I, I love to see things go to hell. And, um, so that was, that was cool. I just felt like there are so many things wrong with that. I guess it looks good on paper, but there are really a lot of problems with, with setting up that thing. I mean, realistically, you know, Mm. I mean, like you said, he's a big fucking guy. I mean, he's got this huge chainsaw. How do you not see that? Or it just isn't. And then where does he get the room? You know, I mean, is there... <laughs> yeah. Is, right. Doesn't seem there's not? I don't know. It just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, that's it. That's it for me. It's a.
4: What do you think, Alex? Um,
2: I don't know. I gave the last one eight point five. Right, the remake. Yep. So yeah. I give this a um, seven. Seven.
4: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say seven two, Alex. Definitely. Yep, it's a solid seven.
2: Yeah, that's a good movie. It's something I'd watch again.
3: The beast in me.
0: Did you know anything about this place? Just the address. It's by frail and fragile bar. Wow. Restless
4: by day and by night. rents really? and rages. Look like Granny likes to play a little pool. What exactly did Granny do for a living? I have no idea. I just learned about her yesterday. The beast in
3: me God help
2: Texas Chainsaw 3D, 2013. All right, this movie just came out this weekend uh, on the 4th of January, and the budget was $20 million. And for everybody who's really into this movie, there is some good news. The movie has already made 20, uh, $10.5 million on its opening day. Holy shit. Yeah, it actually topped out. Wow. Um Django and uh wow. what was the other carryover from last week? The Hobbit, yeah. So there you go. So guys, congratulations for that. Uh I think it I think it'll make budget. Um so basically, I think it's it's now official. There are no tits in this entire franchise. There are no nude scenes and I don't really recall any sex scenes.
4: It's the side boob in here. Side boob.
1: There's a front shot where, uh, like, where Heather is. Oh yeah! And he and her shirt's open. Yeah. And uh, oh my god! I was oh. just like the whole time. I can't take my. First of all, she is gorgeous. I cannot take my eyes off her through the entire thing. I'm staring at that shirt. I'm like, open, open. I want to see. <laughs> because,
4: friend ain't bad either.
1: Because she was just.
2: Oh. The, the shirt didn't open? And you know what she looks
1: like? I mean, it was a tease. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. <laughs> oh, I already said that? <laughs> no, that's what I said. Oh. That's who I think she looks like. Is that who you think she looks
4: like? Yes. I love how the first thing we go into are tits. We're not even talking about the movie yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're seven movies in, and it's
2: it's apparent that this is the only horror major franchise with no tits. Huh? No TNA. Yeah, you're right. No, I dig that. I
1: totally respect that.
4: Yeah, it's not necessary. It's all good.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. It's
2: kind of necessary, especially in 3D. But, all right.
1: <laughs> well, go back watch my, my bloody Valentine again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but what I noticed about this... Okay, now, this is, like, huge news all over, like, the internet, Facebook. people. The, the, the reviews are pouring in. Uh, what I've realized is people are really passionate about defending this movie if they like it. Like, I've never seen anything like it. Like, these the people who love this movie really feel like a close connection with it and people who don't like it don't hate it but they just think it's uh bland falls flat like uh you know i think this it's really obvious that (laughs) this is the (laughs) move like this movie is geared for people who love the original texas chainsaw massacre and leatherface as like the way people love jason and michael and all that i mean yeah like, this was written to make you feel closer to this character you know even looking back and thinking about the movie like picture the movie in your head right now and him living in the basement and not and and uh, well you know what I, uh let's give a, a little bit of a non-spoiler review for the first uh few minutes uh just overall thoughts and then we'll get into uh you know all that other stuff yeah. so that people who haven't seen it it's it's really it's really supposed to make you feel like uh, very close and like a coziness there, like a nice little thing going on where he lives and all that kind of stuff.
4: Yeah, this movie is less about Leatherface's um you know crazy family and all. Of, this is the Leatherface show right here.
2: Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So the the intro basically because every, everybody should know about this, it it combines the original Texas Chainsaw, and then it leads it takes place the second after it. You know, after the ending of the original,
1: I I loved the use uh, of the original footage in the beginning of this film.
0: You kidding me? I loved it after.
2: What? <laughs> I think by the time Leatherface killed the dude, that remember we that thing we we're talking about, uh, how the sledgehammer came down, and I talked about burying the axes and people that kill. You know that one? Oh yeah. Okay, at that point. I kind of felt like the the use of the first movie took away from the actual first movie because it almost made the movie look too like like the movie's so so much more than just a, a body count and it, after they kept showing 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 kill kill, right. kill it kind of it kind of cheapened yep. the first movie at that point but then it got great again. The way they um, edited and cut the whole parts of Sally at the dinner table and getting smashed in the head with a hammer, like the music and the edits were freaking amazing. Yeah, it
1: was, a, it was a beautiful montage, I thought, of, um, uh, you know, it was like a Cliff Notes version of the original. I don't feel like it cheapened it at all. I mean, I... I mean, for one, I don't think you can. I think that the original uh, will maintain its status regardless of anything that comes after. There's no – you can't taint it. It is what it is, um, and it's a classic for a reason.
2: It, it just it just felt substanceless, you know, when, well, when you, you're looking at it that way. Like, there's so, you know, there's so no, much – No, dude. I
1: don't, you know, because I – especially since I just freshly watched this movie um, for the show – It was um, comforting. It was like going home. To me, it was like easing into a warm bath versus diving into a cold pool.
2: Oh, but I love that
4: refreshing cold pool, though.
1: (laughs) We're forgetting the most important fucking thing here about
4: that beginning sequence. Now, our, this, now this depends on a, a very particular thing. Now, did you guys see it in 3D? Because yeah. we got to see Marilyn Burns' ass in 3D. We got to see Franklin die in 3D. Like, that was fucking awesome, dude. I wasn't sold on the 3D at first, but are you kidding me, dude? That ass popping out at the screen, dude. I was fucking, <laughs> I, I almost stood up and the movie just started. I was like, fuck, yeah, this is awesome. That was nice, but it
2: wasn't, it was the other actress. But yeah, but the thing is, dude, I don't know, man, the 3D didn't jump out at me as much in that whole opening scene. The, did it really work for you? Because I didn't feel like it
4: came off the screen. It was, I thought it was Marilyn Burns walking up to the house that, in those red shorts, those booty no, shorts. No,
1: no, no, that's so the other
4: chick. It's the other chick then Walk, yeah. walking, up, walking <laughs> up with that ass in 3D. That was sold from that fucking scene alone.
2: They recreated that. Yeah,
4: right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly
2: the blonde in this movie they recreated that walk-in scene in her short shorts and okay let's start right off the bat who did it better and let's not get nostalgic here let's be serious <laughs> who did it better
1: Um, I think the original was better honestly uh, for one I didn't like this chick there's something about her that bugged me I think it was her hair I don't know something didn't <laughs> something didn't do it for me you know? I didn't really care so um, I definitely think the original was better
4: Damn. Oh, man. Uh this one. She's fucking smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: What? <laughs>
4: yeah, buddy. Yo. All right.
1: I was paying all my attention to Heather because uh, Daddario is gorgeous. It's so, you know.
2: Yeah, she is. You know, my girlfriend, uh, much like Jamie, had a problem with the blonde. She said that uh, she called what she has bo- uh, man tits or something like when a, gr- when a girl's tits are very... Uh, it just looks like a guy put implants in, kind of, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what
2: you're Yeah, that's what she said she has, but that didn't seem to bother me. <laughs> I'm going to go with... I think I think that this new girl is dope. I think she's really hot. Smoking. So, I'm going to go with the new one, but thank you for the original, because that was hot, too. I'll take either one of you. I'll take both of you at once.
4: Oh, yeah.
2: Honestly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let's get into... Okay, and here's another observation my girlfriend made. As they blended these two movies, she's not very big on horror or the original, although she does want to see it again. She actually asked me, by the time Bill Mosley went back in the house and was talking to the people in the house, she said, Babe, is this still the first movie?
4: No, shit, really? So
2: that's good. Yeah. I guess that's, you know?
1: Fairly. It was seamless enough, you know, is what that
2: yeah okay so what do you guys think of bill mosley as uh drayton sawyer I, thought, I
1: wish there was more of it i don't you know to me it was too little bill mosley but i always love him
4: yeah what the fuck happened like i thought he was gonna be in the movie he was in the first fucking five minutes and then that's it that's see, and that's, Gunnar hansen that really threw me off i knew um i knew he had a cameo and I thought it was good placement with those, you know, two characters. I thought it was great. But I, I honestly didn't, didn't know, uh, the movie was gonna go that route. Like you said, it's definitely about family. It's just a, a, a different angle, really, if you think about it. It's, uh, you know, with him and his cousin, obviously, as opposed to the crazy family. They didn't have, uh, they didn't have a fucking drop of that.
2: When I realized Bill was not gonna be in this more than five minutes, I was like, crazy disappointed but then once I realized it I just said okay come on you saw the commercials You, really you know that's what it's going to be let's just go with it and I accepted it you know as soon as it was over I was like oh that's a shame but okay but I I just want to make these few points about Drayton Sawyer as a whole um I thought the I thought the cutaway when they were hitting the Marilyn Burns they have the hammer and then they cut to like Bill Mosley pretending he was Drayton Sawyer like as if he was in that movie I thought that was odd. I don't think yeah. that looked right. It was really weird to me. But I think the thing is, Drayton Sawyer was, was a little out of character. Like, the original um, character was more, like, sly and smooth and conniving. Like, when Bill Moseley's like, he was protecting his family. Like, I, f- I feel like the real Drayton Sawyer would have been like, Hey, you he didn't do nothing. Get out of here. You're always bother. You guys think, you know. Yes. I just don't think he would have done yeah. that. You
1: Did that very well. That's yeah. That was good. That was really good.
4: (laughs) Yeah, right. That was good. But yeah, I know what you're saying, dude. He did act a little different, but it didn't. I didn't even. I I, I definitely noticed that, but it really didn't. You know, bother me much. I know what you're saying. I I I got over it
1: quickly. I mean, yeah, right. Something just kept. No matter what, I just kept being drawn back in. Um, Right. You know, I was willing to accept a lot of things for this movie, like. A completely ambiguous time frame. Um, oh God, that's bad. And I'm like, it just doesn't really make any sense if she was a baby in 1974, and they use the original footage. So you know, there you go. It's authentic 1974 or 1973. Right. So that would mean she was my age. Well, she's definitely not my age. <laughs> so, well, she's like 40. I th-
2: yeah, I don't. see Yeah, right. She's so
1: 40. Like so- <laughs>
2: over.
4: <laughs> I was gonna say, do they do they uh, date this 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 movie? Um, you know, in the present time when when the kids go there, but I know there's a scene where the cop goes in and is using an iPhone and and there's yeah, a... he's face timing dude. Exactly. So yeah, you're right. Don't don't. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, it's present day, but yeah. they you know notice like on the tombstone they obscure the year that uh, that her mother died and you know whatever.
2: Yeah. No sense.
1: Yeah. It's, it's that, but still, I was like, okay. I do have to say, though, and this kind of, I don't think you guys are going to have the same problem I did. It doesn't sound like it, but I was really excited that Nicotero and Burger were doing the effects for this. Oh, know? I had no idea. I mean, I didn't either, but then when I saw the names on the screen, I was like, oh, fucking solid. You know, yeah, uh-huh. I was thrilled. But I really didn't like Le- Leatherface. I, I really didn't. You didn't
2: like Leatherface, you said? Uh-uh.
1: No. Huh. I mean, well, one, when I think, I mean, Leatherface is tall, you know, but then the first thing I think of when I think of Leatherface is how broad he is. I mean, he's just intimidating and and, and menacingly huge. You know, he's a big guy, and uh, this guy is, you know, sort of like a medium build. I mean, he's tall, but he's, it's not, I just don't feel like he's imposing,
2: you know. Well, Jay, you got to remember, here. here's what you really got to put into consideration. He, what, how old would you say he was in 1974? Um, 30, maybe?
1: I would, yeah, I'd probably say 30.
2: Okay, so he's, he's like... Well, according to their timeline, he's approaching sixty. So, you know, <laughs> he lost some weight. He, and and here's here's what I was thinking about it. He didn't act like a retard that much in this movie. <laughs> and I'm thinking like I don't know. Have, does anybody know any older retards? Like, do do they do they stop fidgeting around? No. More o- No. No, they
4: don't. Okay. They said though he had the mind of an eight-year-old in the movie itself, um, in this yeah. one. Now that's not to take that as gospel or anything, but yo, he was crossing those motherfuckers out. He knew exactly what he was doing. He was going after those guys. Yeah, yeah. The whole character was different. He was he was much more silent. There was a little grunting here and there, but I, I, I thought he was big enough. Though I know what you're saying, Jamie. It's a different guy.
2: But he's older, though. We let, let's just take that into it—that he's older and he.
1: Then what I'm saying is that this version of him is not imposing to me i didn't yeah. feel intimidated oh, by oh. him If without the chainsaw you know it i wouldn't have found him scary now the original i mean you know le, you know leather face, um, in most other versions i you just he's just scary on his own the chainsaw right. is just uh i don't know icing but um this guy i don't know i just didn't think he was scary But that's me, you know, but I don't know. Did you get, were you guys not disappointed in the
2: face? I was, I was disappointed in his mask. Not, I think I'm going to disagree that it wasn't, I think it was very imposing and very scary, uh, size wise and all that kind of stuff. But I'm going to say I didn't like the mask. I really thought, yeah, dude, I feel, you know what it is? I loved it. It was more like, okay, no, it's, it, it was more like a Hollywood prop than it. Yeah, well. we talked about the original mask versus part two, Mm. how the original was like, truly looked like a shitty piece of human skin that he just kind of did it in his basement, you know, with shitty, rusty tools and stuff and just kind of did it. The the one in this movie, it looked like it was made by some great studio, whatever, and they let's add twists here and darkness here and this there. It didn't look like a real, like, I don't think that's how it would look. If someone really did that. let me ask
4: you a question, Alex. Though, can I can, let me ask you guys both a question? Did you think when he started stitching the mask to his face, like it within his cheek? What did you guys think of that scene? I know it has nothing I, to do with the look of the mask, but I, I thought I that, it was, that I
1: thought it was completely gratuitous and ridiculous. I mean, really. You've never done- well, he's never done that before, and why would you do it? That doesn't make any sense. Keep it on. <laughs> keep that, how else
4: would you keep your skin on?
1: He's never done that before. And the fact that that they did it is really only because they wanted to, they wanted to show people what it would look like if someone sewed through their own cheek. I mean I that was just purely in there for their own benefit.
4: How would you keep a human skin, a, a face on? Like, I, I I don't understand. Like, I, I mean, I guess maybe he had to strap it on. Like we've
1: seen him do it. You know, he pulls it over his head or whatever. It's all stitched. I don't know, dude. That
4: just showed. I've never
1: <laughs> worn that's a skin him. mask personally, so I don't have any experience with that. But, um, yeah, you I know, if I ever do, I'll let you know. <laughs> but I don't think I'll be sewing it to my cheek. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I never I never I guess I never thought about. It. I think Dan what that was was it was just more it was more personal in insight to Leatherface. It, it, it this movie is really to make lovers of him love him even more. That's all this is and every aspect, everything you're talking about, that's what they're doing. They're just saying, "Wow, look, we're getting an inside look at our our buddy Leatherface." That's all that is.
1: Well, I do agree that it makes you love him. I mean, he becomes An extremely sympathetic character. He's the hero. Yeah. one that you, yeah, you fall in love with him by the the end. You are rooting for him. And uh, much like the Devil's Rejects. And I I love when you can make me do that. If the director can make me love the bad guy, then that's pretty fucking badass.
4: I love that aspect of it. I love, oh, and speaking of Devil's Rejects, that's basically what that shootout was in the beginning, too. (laughs) Bill mostly just loves fucking house shootouts with cops. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, man. I love
1: watching them, so it's okay. Exactly.
4: Oh, I loved it. Uh, That's another thing. Who the fuck were, were all those fucking people? There were like 20 people up in there, up in the house. Like uh, I, I didn't uh, understand that, though. Where did they come from?
1: The extended family came over. For some, but yeah, for
4: yeah, some but, but I love how, oh, yeah, we're going to be so, you know, continuity, uh, you know, mindful, and, and we're just going to throw in fucking Gunnar Hansen for a cameo and pretend it's fucking Uncle Cracker or whatever the fuck his name is, you know? <laughs> and then,
1: so, and then 27 other people that, yeah. you know, we're not going to yeah. bother him it doesn't matter right I, <laughs> I, I I
4: went I went with it did don't get me Grandpa? wrong
1: did you see Grandpa barely yeah but did you see him when he got shot he was no, holding... no. oh I'm... man it was badass he was holding the hammer like and so when he got shot he fell backwards oh, and
0: he, oh man
4: and
1: missed... then I was just like Oh, Grandpa was coming in to do some fighting <laughs> he
4: was gonna do some damage too <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah this is a movie you're definitely gonna watch again and here I want to say one more thing about that shootout mm-hmm. I just think the writing for Drayton Sawyer was just a little off and I'm surprised because this was clearly made by somebody who loves that first movie. How could they get it so wrong? Right. Like, just um the yeah, the whole random family members, but did you notice that Drayton Sawyer kept saying fuck like a bunch of times? Yeah. Like
1: and he not, like he should've he should have said like coon shit or something yeah. something that he is uh known for. You know? I, I feel I felt like the dialogue was not consistent with the character. And I agree with that. I felt exactly the same way.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yep. So that was weird. That's a little off. But uh, Kyle said that there's supposedly somebody talked about... Um, I think the guy who played Leatherface said that on the Blu-ray they're going to have an extended version of this movie which will have a lot more of Grandpa and I think Drayton Sawyer. Oh,
3: good.
2: Yeah, but you see the Grandpa thing... I was disappointed in his look. I mean, because yeah. the problem is this, and plus, you know, it's a—it's really a weird that they didn't show him more on screen because they got the original guy who played Grandpa to come back. Oh, that's right.
4: Yeah.
1: But didn't yep. this guy have like wispy white hair? Did you see that? Like long, oh, wispy white hair. And Jamie,
2: they—they they, they dropped it with the
4: looks.
1: With him. can I be yeah, honest
4: I... with you guys? I don't even remember him. I don't even remember Grandpa in this movie. I, maybe you blinked. Maybe, dude, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I don't even... Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, he wasn't really there, dude.
4: Tonally, uh, it's slowly but surely, it turns into the Leatherface show, and then, yeah, dude, by the end... They, they fucking make him the the, the the badass hero. And I don't know about you guys, but I loved it. I, I didn't expect him to go that far with it. I I, I figured they'd make him likable and he was going to save her. I knew – everybody knew he was going to fucking save her when she was tied up there. when, when it,
2: People did call – not bullshit, but they called predictable on, yes. on this movie. Well, it was. It
4: was. A lot
2: of it. Yeah, but before uh, – so do you want to head to spoilers so we get to talk about whatever we want? Like, uh, Dan, uh, 1 to 10 –
4: How how do you rate this? 8.5, dude. This movie is horribly fucking awesome, dude. I mean, really. I mean, let's face it. There's bad parts in it. There's a lot of predictable. And how about, let's just, for instance, how many times does the girl fucking fall when she's from, fall, fall, you know, running from Weatherface? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a ridiculous amount where I was kind of, kind of laughing at one point. I was like, it's Yeah, but it serious? looks
1: spectacular. I mean, those were two spectacular it. falls. It wasn't no, like right. a, just a trip over a pine cone. You know, yeah. these were no, really right. well choreographed. So I, thought, I can appreciate that.
4: There were too many in, in a too short a time. She fell like 20 times in a row, and it's like, wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm just like, why would you. You, you sprained her ankle or whatever, falling downstairs in the beginning. Why would you attempt to jump over uh, a
3: garden fence? Right.
2: A foot and a half garden fence, yeah. So that. You just knew that wasn't going to go well. I don't know why she didn't know that as a character. Uh, Jamie, how do you rate this movie?
1: Yes, sir. So. You know what I'm going to say?
2: Eight. Wow, really? didn't expect that.
1: Honestly, I and and I have issues with it and, and I'll talk right. about those in the but overall I loved it, you know. It was it was a good time for me. So, uh, All right. but we'll uh, get
2: more a I you know, this one of those movies even though it's like you wouldn't imagine. You see, Cabin in the Woods was my first horror film since we've been doing the show that I had to digest before I said anything about it. Right. Oddly enough, I had to digest this one. Even though it's a very on the surface movie, yeah. you know, there's not much to really think about. But for some reason, I do. <laughs> and um, I went, you know, I went back and forth. Uh, I'm gonna say for now. This might change down the line. Probably, I'm gonna watch <laughs> it again. It, it, gee, you're on fire tonight. Oh, thank you. It might change, but I think right now I'm gonna go six point five.
1: I almost went seven point five, but then I was like, uh, <laughs> that girl's, you know, I don't know. There, <laughs> I just. Give it an eight.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe at the end of this discussion, I'm, it might even awaken me to a higher. I think it's only going to go higher. I'll tell you what, it won't go lower than seven. I'll tell you that much.
4: Well, I think it comes down to talking about our level of not how much we like it, but our problems with it. Like, those seven, it's almost from the, the opposite angle, like ten down. Because I, I think we all enjoy this, but there are problems with it. So, I mean, we should, pro- we should probably... Well, I
1: might even... my My opinion might even go down after I actually discuss what's going on in my head about it, you know? I mean, maybe I'll end up talking to a 7. Who knows?
2: Yeah, because it's hard to rate something. Like, we literally all watched this less than 24 hours ago. So it's uh, it's hard to really, like, say something like that, like a rating. Um, I think, yeah, I think the important numbers here are not the 7 or the 8. It's the 2 and the 3 that are missing. That's what we're going to – that's going to be the interesting part. Yeah, of it. yeah as far as yeah let's t- one last thing about bill mosley cuz uh, that was my main concern in this movie when i first you know heard about it i was very excited i'll just say that i wish he also could have been uh, dressed up a little more authentically i think his clothes were a little um movie ish a little too baggy and yeah. odd looking i just it just looked really weird to me i don't know i thought so uh, yeah so the smoke and blonde in this movie holy shit mm. Like God, is she hot? And the main girl's hot. The main girl is a little too skinny for me, and I don't normally say that, but. See,
1: yeah, but she's not. She's not. I. That, and and I don't. I don't like it when girls are like bony, you know, or whatever. But she's. I don't feel like she's skinny. I feel like she's lean, but she has. You know, she's she definitely has curves. That's for sure, and oh, I think God. she has I, You know, she has a nice layer of softness about her, that like you know, like her stomach was gorgeous but it wasn't it wasn't like rock hard you know it didn't look it didn't look um I don't know it it was very inviting
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh yeah it's inviting oh yeah I'd put a hurtin' on that shit
2: Oh, God. oh, Dan, uh, Dan, I want to apologize. We never did find out what happened to your buddy the truck driver yeah, in part
4: what the one. Fuck? Dude, I, I assume <laughs> that they got him, dude, yeah. Especially if they got other cousins, dude. You know fucking Uncle Cracker came and probably shot him in the face. Dude, I
2: was literally looking down the road to see if I saw if... if...
4: <laughs> I was too. I...
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, why didn't they show a guy running in the back?
4: I know,
1: dude.
2: They, they just don't care about that. They could have got the same guy to do it.
1: Let's <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the recreation of the set from the original. Like, as far as the outside, you know, when you see the truck, when you, and then you come, then they go up through the yard and you see the swing and then you see the house. Um, Yeah. You know, I really felt like I was there.
0: They nailed
1: it. And I was impressed with that. I was, uh, honestly, I didn't expect them to even try that hard. Like, I figured it would take place. It would begin completely away from that house. I never expected to see it at all, but it—you know—I think they did an excellent job.
2: No, they did. Even—even I thought it was really authentic. Was uh, the whole red thing behind that sliding door with that shit on it? That was really, really recreated well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
4: the little back room there. Yeah, that made you feel like you were there, man. That. I don't understand all the backlash about this movie. This is like—it's such a. An I ode to the original, and and I'm like, I read all these things before I even saw it, and I was like, holy shit, man! I I fucking love this shit, man! This is a great Texas Chainsaw uh, fan movie, man! It's got a lot well, of continuity were, issues, but it, it tries, yeah. man. Sorry. There, God, there man. were
1: a lot of little no, I'm sorry, that was totally me. There were a lot of little nods, uh, like when they talked about going to Texas, and um, I don't know if it was Ryan, who said, uh, yeah, I hear they have great barbecue. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just you know, little little bitty things like that that they would drop throughout oh. the movie that were I just was like, hey, hey. you know. Yeah. It was,
4: and Jamie, it was- Jamie, but I gotta ask you this question too. Now, when that guy, the head guy there, the head uh, the of the uh, base, the mayor, the mayor, when he fought Leatherface, did that remind you of Part Two of Dennis Hopper and and Leatherface? Oh, dramatic? yeah. Yeah, do you think that was the throwback? Because that's automatically. I was like, "Oh shit, Jamie's probably fucking dancing in the theater."
1: Oh, <laughs> you thought of me. While of course. You were- I mean, there I were so it. many of those things. Um yeah. And I was wondering. Actually, I thought about Alex um, at the part where, um, oh, sorry. where he, <laughs> <laughs> where he uh, puts the guy on the meat hook. And I was wondering yeah. if that was going to bother you that there was yet another meat hook scene. Although then I was thinking, I was like, you know, I don't really know why, because that that's just the way you do things. You know, I mean, that's how the meat hooks are meat hooks for a reason. You know, you slaughter cattle hanging from a meat hook. So to him, he's slaughtering cattle hanging from a meat hook, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, then I was like, well, it's, you know, it's pretty necessary for the character. I mean, it's just a normal piece of life for him. Yeah. I, it did
2: occur to me that, uh, well, yeah, there's the meat hook. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, but, okay. but, um, no, I quickly just said, well, that's that's their thing. I like how and, they did that
4: one, though. I like how they did this recent one. He kind of just, uh, he didn't jam them on it. He just kind of threw them up there like, oh, okay, like like an everyday thing.
2: Yeah, it is an everyday thing with them. Right. But, Jamie, I've, here's where I would have had a problem. This son of a bitch gets lifted up a little and falls back down on it. I have a problem right. with. it. Uh, yeah.
1: And that's funny because my next thought was, okay, if he tries to lift himself off this hook and falls back down, then Alex right. is gonna have an aneurysm. He's gonna walk up.
2: <laughs> I'm walking out of the theater. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I'm I'm walking out at that
1: point. You know what else we didn't have but we had an we had a, we had an ode to it sort of i guess was it a dinner? window jumping no a dinner scene
4: <laughs> oh yeah
1: but we had the dining room you know that was with all the beautiful appointments it was set up as for a really nice dinner and um, but it never i mean you know we never had one so i thought you know i thought that was interesting
2: yeah, that was interesting. And it, okay, well, let's get into characters a little bit because now that you're making me think about the guy who robbed them, right? The hitchhiker
1: guy. Oh, the Brad Pitt guy, like from, like Brad Pitt from Thelma and Louise. Is Thelma Louise, right? yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> 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 Same shirt. <laughs>
2: I don't mind you guys hitting me, but uh, I could sue you or take some of the jerky I got there. See,
4: you know. I thought automatically this guy's going to be the bad guy, but then my mind automatically went to that'd be way too obvious. Right. (laughs) This is a horror movie for horror movie fans. They wouldn't go there that quick. And speaking of that, what did you guys think of that young cop? I knew he was going to turn out to be some sort of bad guy at some point. He was too pretty. He was a little pretty boy that walked in like, hey. Like, yeah, he's fucking, he's a badass. He's a fucking something's wrong with that dude
1: i feel like with that character i wanted to believe he was a good guy and so i right. just my my mind went to him being a bad guy and then i was just like i eh, know i let myself go along with it
4: right um, i'll probably just get killed and and oh that guy just died that sucks yeah <laughs> right, right right right
1: i
2: think everybody pretty much caught on when um they're driving away and he just wants to stay at the house and and it's like uh and she keeps looking at him and right there and even my girlfriend goes why would you let him be there out of everybody like (laughs) no
1: i would never i thought the same thing um that your girlfriend and i seem to have the same thing (laughs)
2: yeah it's very cliche in a way but,
1: um, no, I was the whole time I'm like, I wouldn't fucking leave that guy. I don't even know him. I'm not leaving him with the house that I haven't even looked at completely yet. Like, she didn't even go upstairs. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: what is that? I don't get
2: that. And the other thing that was odd about it is, um, what was the thing? I think it was, like, I think it was the timing, like, how slowly he robbed the house. Like, how he's trying to pry the door open. And at that point, he's in there a long-ass time. Yeah. Like, like, didn't he, didn't he have any sense of urgency? Like, I gotta get out of here? I mean, even the guy, the cop or the mayor said that there's no place in that whole area besides that. The uh...
4: Well, and dude, there were a couple scenes that dragged, man. There's one scene where she's in the police station um, going through all the stuff. It seems like oh, that God. fucking thing took forever, man.
2: Oh, shit, was that fucking boring and drawn out. It was. I,
1: I don't know why she was going so slowly through it. I mean, wouldn't you but... just, like, pick it up and be like... Flipping through it first, and then she wrote know?
4: murderers on it. That was, yeah. too. that was stupid. I thought
1: that was I thought that was out of character. Yeah. For her. I guess it was supposed to illustrate to us the fact that she was uh, heading the other direction. Yep. Um, but yeah. I feel like it was a little ham-fisted. You know, I, I feel like we got that anyway. You know, we didn't really need that. We didn't need that flourish from her. That was just I don't feel like it was what she, something she would have done at all.
4: Yeah. Well, the culmination you know. of that though, the transformation hurt at the end. I loved it. That final fucking line. Well, it basically all comes to do your thing. Cause like, I love that fucking line. Oh, too.
1: I do love that line. <laughs> and, oh, well. uh. Awesome. The the scene where uh they're they're both walking back to the house at the end. and like you see oh, them? Yes.
2: Oh, that was so weird though. Come uh, on. It
1: was but I thought it was kind of cute. Like it, yeah, like I didn't it reminded mind it. me of like Winnie the Pooh or something, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like, That's exactly, dude. <laughs> like like
2: okay, let's get let's get to that part with with the bonding of these two. Like listen. That just felt so rushed. <laughs> Yeah, the main girl instantly bonds with him, goes back to save him, even as far as throwing him the chainsaw and saying, "Like Dan said, do your best, do what you do best." Like that, do your that was thing, such a, cause... but but that's such a fan written line. Like that's something I would have wrote if I was asked to write this movie when I was fourteen years old. You know. You know-
4: Alex you know what I did like about that though when they go back to the house and it was almost like okay he's letting her in and then she touches his face and then he grabs her almost like alright bitch you're family but I got my limitations too like I like that did you guys get that from that because like when I first <laughs> looked at that I said oh wow I was like that's some shit because I mean you know I, I just uh, I, I felt like it gave even another layer to this to this whole family aspect and I like I said I liked how they took a different angle they, they did a lot of cool things with it and like we said it's nothing like mind-blowing or anything but they took a definitely a different um a different approach to this movie and like you say you fucking made him winnie the pooh that's perfect dude that's mm-hmm. it's pretty much exactly it you know
2: yeah well jamie said yeah but i don't know that was a little like i literally like had that smirk on my face like come on <laughs> like like when they were walking i felt really awkward like i was like <laughs> It was just a. I made a weird face when I saw that, like, huh? I
4: had that look, like, so almost a movie dude. <laughs> I, I really just loved this movie. I had a stupid grin on my face the whole time, and I just loved every second of it because you know what, man? I feel like with these movies, and like we said before, they get so much fucking hype, dude. Like, Texas Chainsaw is gonna be the next fucking, you know, Godfather or something. It's like, listen, guys, it's a fucking slasher movie. Like we said, it, you know, th- we've seen the progression of these sequels and shit like that i look at it like this is one of the best in the fucking series leatherface at the fucking circus two guys are you kidding me come on are at the fair rather i mean yeah, but, that dude that was free that was ridiculous though but exactly but i loved it dude it, it was, was so stupid well, it was I don't it's feel up like on the ferris
1: i don't feel like the ferris guy <laughs> who's been hiding out for as long as he has and who led such a secretive life before this would have done that
0: you know, I, I mean, exactly. you
1: know, I feel like that was completely out of character for him. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. And I... I also agree with Alex before we get too far away from it. When you mentioned that you felt their relationship was rushed. Uh-huh. Um, I totally get that because she just lost three friends.
2: Her boyfriend, he killed her boyfriend 10 minutes ago. And now she's saying, go do it, cuz.
1: And, um, well, to be honest, I mean, like, she, you know, she would be stupid to not know that he was fucking the other girl at that moment. Right. But, um. At the same time. Yeah,
2: you know what? It's so weird, Jamie. Let me, let me jump on that right now, because...
1: You can jump on anything you want.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go in the barn. You just mentioned two things that this movie, I will give it credit for covering its ass. Okay. Number one, you say to yourself, why is she saying, come on, because when he just murdered your boyfriend. Yeah, right. (laughs) Who who you seem to really be into, and your best friend, and uh, whatever assholes with him. But, okay, so the answer, well, she must, even though they were running and she didn't mention it, she could probably tell that these two were not, you know, uh, playing Nintendo. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right, right. Okay, so you can say that. You can say, well, she, she knew, and that's why she was okay with it. Now, the other one was um, Leatherface running through the fair. You say to yourself, this makes no sense. Why would he, <laughs> you know, just like Jamie said, a guy who lived like that, why would he be running around? Why this and that? The answer, they covered their ass and said,
1: Yeah, he's going to keep coming because the last time he let a girl go, or the last time a girl got away, he lost his entire family. So... He is basically like a machine. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that sort of does explain it. I mean, he had his... You know, he had her in view, and uh, that was all... It's like he had blinders on. Get that bitch. Get that bitch, fade. <laughs> <laughs> that hog bitch.
2: <laughs> so, now, you guys talked about, like, how there's, like, a Devil's Rejects type thing. I honestly, quality-wise... I kind of had a Silent Night vibe quality to me at a lot of parts. Uh I think the only difference is they threw more money at this one. Hmm. But hmm. I think I think the level of writing the the writing I think I think the writing kind of severely lacked. Yeah. I think it I, I think it was somehow meant to be sort of mindless to hold true to the original, yes.
1: but but somehow I kept forgiving it, you know? I just uh I, I just really like this movie. You know? well,
4: hey. And guys, can we get into the kills, please? Because there were some fucking good moments in this. There was some. I-, I loved all of them, actually.
1: Great, morbid motherfucker.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, let's let's start <laughs> off when he when he fucking cuts that dude in half. That is oh. badass, dude. And yeah, that no. makes sense that you said Nicotero did that shit, Jamie. Because yeah, that that's some Nicotero shit right there.
1: And I love that. Um, I love that when the cop found it, his response was, "What kind of human does that?" You know, and um. Why do you say that? Why do I? Huh?
2: Why do you like that particularly?
1: <laughs> um, I guess I like the fact that you know, a cop. Of course, he's a cop in a very tiny town, but they've they've been through this kind of shit before, you know. And um, but he's he's just like, oh my god, you know, what kind of what kind of human does that? Like it was just mm. as hell. Yeah. Well,
2: you got that. You got the the hammer smashed to the face of the hitchhiker who robbed them. You got the girls. Um. Oh, oh the, what I love, this is an awesome. You see, these are the kind of winks that don't bother me. The girl busting out of the freezer and the cop shot her in the head. Oh my God, yeah. that was fucking awesome. That was kind of
1: like a Night of the Living Dead moment, you know, like a, yeah. like a oh, oh she's alive, oh, no, she's not, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, but the, the best line, and here's what really freaked me out we're supposed to hate the mayor. Of uh, this movie by the time it, it wraps up. But I'm sorry, I fucking thought he was hilarious. He's like, that didn't that didn't happen, keep going, that didn't happen.
4: <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't give a fuck about her. <laughs> that was hilarious
2: when he said that. What
4: did you guys think about the sheriff's arc though? See, that I didn't like, how he basically let him go. I mean, basically let Leatherface go and the girl, he was like, alright, you know, he basically sided with them. See, I thought that was too hokey. I agree.
1: Clean this yeah. shit up. You
4: know, yeah, like, yeah, that was good. but yeah. What? <laughs> I didn't like that. I thought that was bad.
1: Yeah, what no, the- it was bad. I thought, I thought it, it was
4: did. a stupid line, yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense, dude. Like, that would never fucking happen, dude. Like, I mean, come on. No. He was a bad dude. Uh, well, and let's talk about that, too. I mean, they Besides, made a whole... That was the
1: end of Gone in 60 Seconds.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was. Yeah, good call. Exactly. <laughs> And I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't buy that. I thought that was taking it one, one step too far. And then, like Jamie said, you get that scene of them walking down. See, there's a lot of, like we said, problems with this movie, but I think the, the amount of nods, like we said, and, and like we said, the kills too. And, you know, we'll get back into a couple more of those too. But I just feel like overall, dude, I had a blast with this movie. I know it's not the greatest movie in the world. No, I don't think, and anybody, should you know what I mean? It's not like it's mind blowing. It's it, it's a fucking fun movie though, and they pay attention enough to the original. So yeah, that's. that's well, I
1: think they treat it with a great deal of respect,
4: right? You
1: exactly. know, and and love. It's 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 obvious that there is a, a a lot of love
2: yep. for the original. No, obvious, obvious.
1: And I appreciate that as a fan. I appreciate someone not taking something I love and twisting it beyond recognition. And and then presenting it to me as if I'm supposed to be thankful for that.
4: Yeah, fucking um, Lionsgate, man. We got to give it up to them real quick, man. They did a good job with this. Thank God it's out of fucking Platinum Dunes. Platinum no Dunes.
1: <laughs> well, see, okay. That's another thing I want to talk about is the is his workshop. You know, to me that is completely that is so much more believable than the crap that was given to us by Platinum Dunes. Okay, I they, agree. It, it looked so much more natural. So much more believable. Yep. I actually bought the fact that a killer lived there, you know? Mm. Um, and uh, so there, I think that drives home my point perfectly about the other two.
2: Yeah, when you think of it that way, it does. Bam! <laughs> well, this movie, let's not forget, you know, as we wrap this up, let's touch on, of course, you have to talk about the 3D aspect now. You know uh, the the blonde, like Dan said, uh, does that walk? That was like when you saw oh. her ass in three D uh-huh. walking with that angle. I just wanted to reach out and grab it. Too. <laughs> that was, like that's one of those ones where I'm fooled by the three D and I go to grab it. But uh, you know there were a few cool three D uh, scenes and and they worked really well and brought the really brought the movie to life. Oh, how um,
1: was that chainsaw toss? Leatherface throws yeah. the chainsaw. Yeah. Um. I didn't. I saw it in two D, and that was my only option as far as time yeah. was concerned. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I saw it in two D. But so I was curious as to how that toss went because it looked like it would be really cool. Yeah. There
4: was, yeah. There was a couple of them, and then the one in the uh, coffin too. When the when the things going in the coffin and brilliant. Yeah, dude. That's cool, man. And, you know, I was very skeptical about the 3D, man, and I fucking loved it, dude. I thought hey, it man, was I wish badass.
1: I'd seen it in 3D, son of a bitch. I'm I have know. To come
4: back.
2: <laughs> it's the kind of movie you should watch again anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. It totally. Is.
4: Absolutely. Yep.
2: This is, this is not a one-time watch by any means. Uh. Fuck no. You know, what do you guys think of, like, the setting, the atmosphere of the, the house, him in the basement? What do you think of the town? Like, how do you feel about the whole, uh... The whole setting, really, you know.
4: It, they had the whole town mob mentality. I didn't get much of um, a Texas vibe as I did from the first one, though. It wasn't no, oh, Texas. not at all. It wasn't. It, it's about <laughs> this is Leatherface, dude. They should have called it Leatherface, really. I mean, I, 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 I like. Well, this except kind of not fun.
1: once did they even say the word in the movie. No, you
4: know? yeah, really, no. okay. No, they,
1: they called call
4: him Jed. Jed, <laughs> yeah, Jed, or Je- whatever, Jezediah, whatever the fuck. Was that always his name?
1: He never had a name in the bit. Like in the first one, it was Junior, I'm not Junior. Um, well, it was like your your brother, yeah. or
4: yeah, yeah. So
2: there was never a mention of his actual name.
1: The Hitchhiker called him Leatherface. Right. Leatherface, come help me with Grandpa. You know, I mean, that was <laughs> what they called him. But I'm glad they went with Drayton Sawyer right. rather than uh, like one of the other, like Slaughter or uh, Hewitt. Hewitt. Yeah, yeah, Thomas Hewitt, so yeah. I'm glad they went with Sawyer.
2: I just think it's funny that when, when her tits are almost coming out, this guy's focusing on an S and not the tits.
4: Oh, man. To I...
2: find out that it's a family member. but
4: Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Funny.
2: Like, you, Like if thank God I'm not Leatherface, because I would have just uh, sawed her head off, because I wouldn't be looking <laughs> for the...
1: Well, that'd be a shame. She's gorgeous. She's got a beautiful <laughs> face. I can understand if she was a butterface, but I mean come on.
2: <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if they made a movie of a killer who like just like raped and then killed every single like man, these movies would be long. Yeah, right
4: <laughs> We're only halfway through. Yeah, yeah, we're halfway through. He's still on Drew Barrymore scene nah uh, Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: well, see, so that's like that's why porn never makes any sense, really, yep. because they because of the time constraint and how long they spend on each sex scene, they really don't have time to interject much story. So, thank God they end up jumping around a lot.
2: Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, let, to, do you guys have any complaints? Because the main one, I, the one, is the the bad CGI with the mayor's grind up kill, that was really bad CGI to me. Yeah. Do you guys agree with that, or you thought that was good?
1: I didn't notice anything necessarily good or bad about it. I mean, I was okay with it. You know, I, like I thought it was kind of funny it. when he kicked the hand. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah, that was good.
1: I was I was kind of
2: expecting a little bit more out of some scenes. Uh, I think I think they showed too much in the commercials and the trailers. Right. Uh, the the mayor's son, he played an important role, but I think I think making him leave before all the shit kind of goes down, it really kind of felt like an incomplete character. Right. Uh, I just felt like it was a weird way to end his character and it was really I don't know just weird yeah I think the movie uh like it lacked good writing right. uh, some of the scenes were not directed that great uh, the look was pretty good I do like it more than the sepia tone the the plot basically overall a little lackluster it wasn't really the greatest but it worked yeah uh, it it wasn't the most fulfilling. It was still good. The pace was steady, right. not really fast or slow. Just a couple of those scenes. Yep. Character investment. You know, we always talk about that. I would say that um, I, I the main girl, I was in, I was invested, but just barely, and that was more towards the end. Right. I was more invested than, than throughout. The bl- the blonde, I was invested for all the wrong reasons. Right. Uh, the black guy, I was not invested. Can there. I ask
4: you a question about that real quick, Alex? Now this is just you guys helping me out. I don't remember. What happened to his character? How did he die? How did that guy go?
2: The car accident, his neck was cut and it was squirting against the wind. That, he got
4: it in the truck, that's right. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, see, I, th- there's a couple deaths that are kind of, uh, not forgettable, but um, definitely not memorable. Like, more stick out more than others for me, anyways. Hmm. yeah.
2: And plus, well, the one cool thing is you eventually see his head in a big, like, pan bucket. Yeah, that was
4: cool. Yeah, that was badass, yeah.
2: I guess uh, normally we do the facts first, but uh, I kind of forgot. Marilyn Burns, who played Sally Hardesty in the original, comes back as Verna in this one. That was the old lady at the very end who was writing the note to the uh, granddaughter. I guess that was Marilyn Burns. Um, That was her first role in 28 years, excluding an uncredited cameo in The Next Generation, which I have to look for, I guess. I didn't even notice her in that. Um, In 2007... Platinum Dunces announced <laughs> they were
4: <laughs> just kidding. I like them. Not
2: bad. They they announced they were abandoning the series following the beginning in uh, in two thousand six. But in two thousand nine, Twisted Pictures negotiated a multi yeah, multi picture deal with Bob Kuhn and Kim Henkel who own the rights to the series. So I guess that's how they were able to put that part one footage in there.
4: Yeah, nice. I like it.
2: Yeah, so it is out of their hands. But multi-picture deal, I guess this movie was only made so that they can get a multi-picture deal. I don't know. Maybe... Huh.
4: Sequels, do you think? Huh, interesting.
2: I don't know. I don't know if they're staying with this one. Usually when it's multi-picture, they just do like... They agree to do a Texas movie so they can get the two movies they want done. Well, and hey,
4: Alex, I found out what the um, scene a- uh, after uh, after the credit scene was, too. It's basically nothing. It's uh, it's the uh, two adoptive parents, and they come to the door, and Motherface just chainsaws them. Oh, really? It's nothing really. I mean it's cool but it's nothing like that alludes to a sequel or you know how they do with the the end of every Iron Man or Avengers and they, yeah. you know stay after the credits. It's nothing like that. It's more of a uh almost like a deleted scene type of thing. So it's nothing. Yeah. So
2: uh you guys you guys buying this movie when it comes out. Hell
4: yeah. 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 Hell yeah. yeah. Loved it, dude. This movie's fun, man. And, and like we said, I don't think it's the greatest movie in the world, uh, you know, and I think people put uh, uh, too much on these movies, you know, it's it's great. It's nothing groundbreaking like the original or anything, but you know what? They they tied it enough, and uh, dude, I had a fucking ton of fun. I'm definitely buying this shit. I, um, you
1: know, consistently have been very forgiving of this series in that I don't really care what they do with it, I end up loving it anyway, except for the Platinum Dunes ones, Um, and that was mainly, I don't like the look of those, I don't like the sepia tone, I don't like the bloody mess in the base, I mean, to me it's just way over the top, but um, this one I think brings it back, it's really. Um and I am, like I said, I was very forgetting through the whole thing. Like I knew those glaring errors were there or those bothersome moments, but I just uh I didn't care. Like I was I was enjoying it way too much.
0: Yup.
1: Clown
0: smile, death warmed over. Man, you can't trust anybody these days. I took my car to the to the garage to just get a new alternator And man, they put in a whole fuel pump Cost me $100 extra You can't trust anybody these days But all you can do is die around here Clown smile, death warmed over I got no hope for anything happening Another the check is not in the mail No, I don't love you Yes, that was me that cut that fart, okay? I'm owning that, all right? That's the smell of death warmed over. Clown smile. I've been in the circus before. Let me tell you, buddy, those guys are in makeup. Well, I'm pretty pissed about it, wouldn't you be? I've been sold a bill of goods by a clown, no less. Guy had a white face, big red smile, rubber nose, little pointed hat. Looked like an ice cream cone stuck on top of a neck. I am pretty pissed about it, thank you very much. I watch TV. Every other minute they're selling me something. This and that and Nike and blah, 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 blah. And you do that and you'll marry that girl and you'll have a floor and you'll clean it. And you'll be in a refrigerator with a bunch of margarine. Yeah, and you will live forever because if you eat that bean product or that curd or that Coca-Cola, everything will be fine. You'll laugh all the way to your fucking grave. over and when you die and you go to heaven or hell it doesn't really matter you'll come out of your body peel like a grape and you look around and you go well here i am i took it up the ass for so goddamn long now i'm dead so where's my eternal reward and guess what buddy guess again God, all right. You'll meet God. It's a big motherfucker with a big white face and a red smile and a pointed head like an ice cream cone stuck on a neck. And guess what? You'll get the old clown smile. Death warmed over. You're back down to earth. You're coming back this time as a Hutu or a Tutsi, or someone from Northern Ireland or maybe a Serb or maybe one of those Bosnia Muslims in an ethnic cleansing camp this time. Oh, thanks a lot, pal. Thanks a lot. Clown smile. Death warmed over. Oh, don't do me any favors, you fucking asshole. got to get another car.
2: Now that we got this all wrapped up with the retrospective, and I had a good time doing this one. This is one of the, my favorites to do, actually. So, uh, even though I went wild for a while, you probably couldn't tell. Uh, we ranked the first four movies, talked about the best kills in those. So, let's go ahead with this one, and then maybe we'll do an overall rank if you guys could even, I don't know, if you could do that, that, I don't know, let's try to rank them if we could. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do because I didn't write it down or nothing. But so the best kill out of these last three movies, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, um, I think sawing the guy on the hook was probably one of the better kills. Uh... Yeah, yeah, man, that's
1: what I was gonna say. And, yeah, that. You, you know
4: what? You know what though? It wasn't even a kill, just a little notable mention in this. When he fucking slams the hook in the kid's back and drags him down the fucking stairs and it's fucking. Like I love yeah, that. Yeah, no, line.
1: I
3: liked
2: that. I liked that.
4: That's not where he died, but I mean, that was badass, man. I I actually laughed at that, which was I mean, I love that. But uh, yeah,
2: I think it could have been shot better with a better sound effect. Actually, I think it could have been better. Yeah, a little bit better. How do you uh, rank this one? For let's just say for all the newer ones, top for these three movies, how would you rank this?
4: This definitely over the other two. I'd go this, uh, remake, and then the beginning. And honestly, overall ranking, even going back, dude, I, I gotta say, this is fucking better than all of them, dude. This goes right behind the first. This is a, this is a, dude, fuck yeah, man, absolutely. And I'll be honest with you, upon watching this and, the um the the how many how many odes they had to the original and and how they kept the continuity i actually like the platinum dunes ones less and i like and i love those movies but watching this you almost realize well they don't have to totally fucking disregard everything and and uh, that there are ways of doing it so yeah man they get they get kicked in the fucking in the back seat take a back seat buddy 3d's back in town hell yeah
1: Thank you. Thank you, darling. And now that's uh, one more in my
4: camp. Yeah. Suck
2: <laughs> on that, Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I did not expect Anna to say all that.
4: Well, th- th- no, listen, listen. I-, I still consider those movies better than... Um, now, we never talked about this, but I still consider those better than two 3 and 4. Not the original, don't get me wrong, but I I like the uh the Platinum Dunes ones more than those ones, but I got to say if if overall ranking, it probably would have to go uh 1 this one and then uh the remake, the beginning, and then the rest of them, you know, who cares about those? But yeah, so that's how that's how I would rank them. I look at the, the those are the good ones and then the last ones are the the bad ones, except for the except with the exception of 3. I don't I don't hate that one
2: let me ask you a quick question now we we admitted that the remake was better technically done than the original uh except for those you know artistic value of the original do you do you agree that the remake is still better done than this one
4: stylistically yes yes this has nothing this has not a lot of style in it like i didn't notice the shots i didn't notice you know too much of that it's just a movie man you don't think too much of it as opposed to the stylistic aspect of the remake yes i I definitely
2: okay the remake was shot better the sound effects were better yep the the kills were probably done better i just can't remember them (laughs) right the acting was probably better Mm mm-hmm the, the characters are way stronger.
1: I disagree. Oh, my God. Even,
2: even Ermily Helmley or whatever his name is?
1: Arly Ermy.
2: <laughs> yeah. You don't think that that character far outweighs, like, the mayor or the, the cop in this one? No, right? it does. Yeah, it does. does.
1: But you said the characters, like, as in all the characters, which I... Yeah,
2: which one is not... Strong, you, look at these characters the the hitchhiker is the hitchhiker's nothing the the, the boyfriend of the blonde is nothing the one that got dragged down the stairs yeah right Hope. the blonde you didn't even like and the main <laughs> girl the main girl is could absolutely compete with uh, Jessica Biel but or yeah so i, I don't see how um these characters are any better than the
4: remake. Well, then uh, You know what, I, and and going from character to character, it's probably a little mixed bag, but, dude, Arlie Army fucking kills it in those movies. Uh, yeah. He was the bad guy with Leatherface, like we said, in the background fucking hacking people up with the saw and being told what to do, as opposed to this movie, which is is. Um, the bad guy well through the first half and then he's a fucking soupy yeah,
2: He's a good guy that's weird you never normally and and also even the guy with the no legs is a stronger character in the <laughs> yeah than, yeah then then let's just say the guy who got his face slashed when he was uh when that girl slashed his face like i i don't know it's weird it's weird to like c- kind of mix and match and compare and even the the mayor's son was not uh anything like uh i don't know yeah. you just you just throw him around you I don't know. Yep. I, I think the characters are way stronger in the remake than this. Uh, the directing's way better. The sound effects are way better. Um, I agree.
1: Right, you got to stop with the directing, though. The, <laughs> that is... the
2: directing was great in that one. Marcus Nispel did a great job. I think so.
1: Now, are you crazy? I can't, uh, I can't stand him. But
2: um, <laughs> I don't know. It's don't...
1: exactly the stylistic part of that, those movies that I can't stand even though he didn't do the beginning, but, um, right. Right. Yeah. I, I just, I, that's exactly what I don't like about them, the entire atmosphere, but, um, yeah, but that's just
2: you though, like, it doesn't mean it's not good, it's just your style that you don't like, but it doesn't mean it's not good.
1: I didn't say it wasn't good, I said I don't like it.
2: No, I know, and I agree with that, I understand that part, but I'm saying technically, like, vi- visually, that was better than this.
1: I don't, but I don't think so. Really? Yeah. No, I don't think so
4: so. See,
2: I think this, they were really good. I think
1: this movie had some really good shots. Like, I really liked that shot of them walking up the path together. I mean, there was a reason, <laughs> it, reminded it, there was a reason it reminded me of Winnie the Pooh, and yeah, it was right. because of the, the way that, you know, she's kind of innocently walking next to him, and he's toting his chainsaw. There was something sweet about it, you know, but I really liked the camera work there. Um, well, and, and, yeah, that's a good shot. You know, yeah, I, liked, uh, I liked that through a lot of it. Yeah,
2: so... Right, well, I, I applaud those those couple 3D scenes were badass. Yeah. You guys did a great job. Even the freaking intro when the name split in half and it came out your face, wow, dude. Wow, yeah. That freaked me out, man. That was great. Dude, I loved
4: it. I loved every second of it, man.
2: I, I loved every 3D, uh, like, major 3D scene. And uh, I will warn everybody, much like most of these movies, 90% of it, it doesn't matter if it's in 3D. It does nothing for it. But yeah. as, when it comes to the... the, the, the uh, what's that called the uh, gimmicky stuff right excellent best gimmicks ever in a horror movie 3d and it didn't
4: take you out of it either it really
2: no it brought me in it It,
4: exactly man i agree man i fucking you
2: gotta watch in 3d yeah so that's it i guess so we're our journey through texas is over uh for the those uh texans like jason lloyd i hope you liked it uh you know i hope uh, big fans of the franchise enjoyed this, like uh, you know Kyle and everybody, and
4: uh, it was fun. Yeah, man, I had a fucking blast yeah. doing this shit.
1: I did too. And I just want to, I want to thank everyone, all the listeners out there who have been so sweet and welcoming me on the show, and um, just I don't know, taking the time to reach out. It means so much um, because you guys have some pretty rabid fans, and if <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, crazy. If, if, if they didn't like me, then um, that could be bad. <laughs> Very grateful for the warm welcome that I've gotten. Thank you so much.
4: Definitely. Yeah. And we're happy to have you, Jamie. Everybody loves you. If this is a taste of things to come, then uh, I, for one, am fucking super ecstatic.
3: Thank you.
2: Yeah, yeah, Jamie is a great addition. It just worked out, you know, uh, <clears throat> those first 30 uh six episodes are like you know classic old shows i guess you know i'm mean, it's just a new age for the show and luckily you know when you have like now that those have become classic in in a way because they're like time stamped you know obviously there's the first thing of our shows the first half then you got those couple middle shows and then you, now we're going in the second half and the thing the, the only thing that could be better than having like uh a nice set of first ones that people really like is that the next half are better. Yeah. I think that's, what's going to happen. And that's what I'm excited about. I think it's, it's already better. I mean, Jamie just adds so much that just, it was just, you know, you don't notice that something's not there till you have it. Exactly. And that's what she is to me.
3: <laughs>
2: and all that, and I, you know, I, I'm very proud of all that stuff. I'm, I'm I look very fondly on all those shows. Yeah. I probably one or two that weren't that, you know, I felt like, eh, well, these are good enough, I guess. But, no, I think, I think we tried hard enough and got a good thing out of those. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, those are decent. So, uh, that's it, I guess. Well,
1: thank you. You just made me blush. <laughs> thank you.
2: <Aww. laughs> yep. And uh, hit you up around, uh, you know, the uh, last third of the month, probably. Yep. Mm -hmm. Sometime around then. And I'm not exactly sure what we're going to have, but it will probably be a lot of catch up work because dedicated a lot of time to Texas Chainsaw. So we're missing, obviously, we're missing a lot of the uh, middle stuff there. Yeah, we got
4: a lot of cool movies to review coming up soon. So uh, yeah, this next show is going to be a lot of fucking fun.
2: Yeah, we're playing catch up.
4: All the good shit.
2: Yep. So for Leatherface, Drayton Sawyer, (laughs) Chop Top. Hitchhiker, <laughs> uh, Jessica Biel's stomach.
4: Armadillo, there was another armadillo in this. <laughs> yep. On behalf and, of all of them.
2: And then that the new blonde's ass and legs. Oh, good God, boy. those legs! Oh my Dude, the God. bottom
4: half of that booty. Oh, praise the Lord.
2: <sighs> she doesn't have a bad angle, man. Her face wasn't that great. She has a weird nose, but yeah. Other than that. ha <laughs> hoo. Yeah, man. Death in Texas. That's one way to go.
4: (laughs) Yes, sir.